and welcome to episode number 18, Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin Proctor. Sitting across the table from me is the one, the only, the one that gives me the weird looks, Miss Gabrielle Platt. Yes, I'm here. Yes, you're here, and so excited. Wow. Okay, so today's episode is going to be a very HHN-centric episode. We're going to give you all the stuff that's been announced. We're going to give you kind of a top 10 list of stuff that we would love to see one year, like our dream HHN. And Gabby's going to give you some tips tips and tricks, because she said she would many episodes ago, said she would forget about it, and I would have to remind her, and I did, and she did it, and I'm proud of you. I'm also going to give you ticks, apparently. Ticks, ticks and trips, and yes, all that stuff. So yeah, we're it's like I said, it's going to be a very HHN kind of heavy episode. But we are still going to review movies, and the movies that we review are going to be the stuff that uh, the IPs from Halloween Horror Nights. What is this up here? Yeah. You're very loud. I'm very excited. Okay, it's a very exciting day. Tone it down. Podcasting. Take it down. Take it down or not, Scott? Take it down. So yeah. So far with HHN, we're going to tell you, if you if you haven't heard, because apparently people on the HHN page don't even know what's announced. I had someone today like, hey, can you catch me up to speed? Like, okay, well, uh, in case you didn't know, you can go to the website. And on the website, you will see that we have four IPs announced and three originals. For the IPs, we have Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And for the originals, we have Yeti, Terror of the Yukon, Nightingale's Blood Pit, and Depths of Fear. Now, the other three rumored houses that we, because we have a, there's H- Horror Night Nightmares, they have a, they do a, like a speculation map every year, and they have us on there, House of a Thousand Corpses, and Ghost in a Graveyard for the remaining ones. What do you think about that? I don't really know what they're going to do with the Ghost in a Graveyard thing, unless it's going to do something like the, the Haunted um, Mansion thing. Where they just like spring up every once in a while, like oh. Well, they did one in like I don't know. They did one a while ago that was kind of like a cemetery theme. I can't remember what it was called, but I mean, you know, I could see that being scary. You got gravestones and shit everywhere, and people. Pop- but yeah, it is gonna kind of be like derivative of haunted mansion. I feel. <laughs> yes, I I just hope they have an innkeeper and his dog ready at the ready. You know. Yes. So I've, everyone's kind of been getting like a lot of flack for Ghostbusters, and I'm not really, Boo, sh- yeah, I'm hiss. not, I'm not sure why everyone's like, well, it's not horror, okay, it's still awesome, and even we watched it uh, this week, and there's a lot of horror elements in there. There's a lot of spooky images, and obviously it's not horror, yes, but it's horror adjacent. Yeah, you know? and also shut up, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna Ghostbusters be awesome. For life. Yeah, and uh, we did when we review the movies, we're gonna we're gonna kind of give you our opinions on what we think are gonna be in the houses. Like we wrote down, like, "Ooh, this scene would be really cool," or that scene. So I think there's gonna be ghosts. I think there's gonna be ghosts in in uh, proton blasters. Uh, proton so packs, packs, blasters, get whatever. Your head out of your ass. Whatever. I'm not like I don't. I haven't. I see. Uh, I've seen Ghostbusters like maybe twice. I've seen it many times. Yeah, like it's. Um, sorry, it's just. Yeah. Well, I've owned it since I was nine. So what? I've got like twenty years to have watched it multiple times. I've got some time. You got it. some time. Yeah. And you know, of course, people are complaining about the Killer Clowns house too. And again, I just I don't like. It's gonna be an awesome house. It's gonna be a fun house, like See, Slaughter that Cinema. Is horror. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's horror. It's a comedy. Horror, horror. comedy yeah. is in fact still horror. People are like, it's well, it's not, not like... gonna be scary. Well, your face is scary enough <laughs> for the rest of us. So <laughs> shut it. 
I just, I just hate all the complaining. I hate all the people. No matter what they announce, people are just like, well, boo-hoo. Like, you know what? Why don't you just keep your opinion to yourself and maybe not go to the event? You know, how about that? So keep your thoughts to yourself if they're not anything positive because there's no reason to complain about Horror Nights. Uh, we're very lucky to have it if you live in Orlando. And I just want all the hate to just stop. You know, spread love. Not hate. Is that, even, is that a thing? Did I just make that up? Um, I feel like you said it wrong, but... what yeah. is it spread peace? What is it? What did I say Make wrong? Love not war. Make love not war. There we go. Yeah, let's do it. Not right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm excited for the rumored houses if they're true. People again are like, I really hope us isn't there. I really don't want that to be. I fucking think that would be a great house. No, I think it would be. I mean, they they have the. Um, the whole idea that they don't really speak they just kind of make noises and they kind of stare with their big eyes and their scissors yeah i think that's got plenty of potential for scares and um like i think they could do a lot of interesting things with that so i don't know why people are all up in arms about it maybe because some people are kind of weird about those more artistic style horror films like, you know, Hereditary Midsummer. Right. Us. Like they, they don't like that they're not just like the 2000s horror where it's very literal, very slasher. And yeah, it's like, I'm sorry the film made you think, okay? Well, yeah, and a lot of people really didn't like that movie to begin with. And they, you know, I did. I loved well, it. No, and I liked it, but I'm just saying some people didn't like it. So they're like, well, it won't translate into a house. Uh, it's a house versus movie is com- like a completely different ballgame. So. Your face won't translate into a house. <laughs> I got I got a lot of your face jokes at yeah, the ready. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Ready to fire I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for like the, your mom jokes. You know, I figured you'll save those for later. So, uh, next episode. Next episode. <laughs> So yeah, that, those are all the houses that have been announced. Now, on the speculation map, we have scare zones, and they are a bit weird. I'm not sure I understand them. We have one that says Anarch-Aid, so like an Anarchy Arcade. Is it a bunch of rowdy Mohawk teenagers <laughs> playing arcade games looking at you and go, it's not your fucking turn. Fight the system. I'm going to open this thing up and use the money that's already in there and play. Like, what, like, what are we? What? I what? got the top score on Centipede. Go fuck yourself. So that 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 doesn't I don't know Zombie Land though I mean that would be cool I would be so down with the Zombie Land scare zone uh, I think that would be great They also have the music and films of Rob Zombie I don't know Are you just gonna have Are a they bl- just gonna play uh, Living Dead Girl and Dracula on loop I don't really know That yeah. would be hilarious I don't know how that one translate and uh, no they're gonna just play those songs enough and yeah. during Dracula they're gonna have some vampires out and then during Living Dead Girl they're gonna have some like zombies and vampires but they're all scantily clad girls wandering around <laughs> and then just rotate them and everyone's like what the fuck is this no no, no this is what they're gonna do they're gonna put a projector out in the middle of new york street and they're just gonna project all his movies up onto the wall and that's the scare zone no characters no nothing with that's some it. topless strippers that's it <laughs> he does I, like topless ladies yeah, so there's gonna be some wife. topless strippers i mean i feel like she's probably gonna be they're gonna have some lookalikes of her it's just topless versions of her stripping in front of his I mean, I guess. He really likes to put his wife naked on screen. I mean, I don't know. And some kids murdering each other. He's a big fan of that, too. He's a really big fan of that. So that would be interesting to see. And uh, the other two scare zones rumored are uh, Vikings. So, um, all right. Yeah, sure. Ooh, maybe it'll be like that opening scene in... um American Gods, just like now that, limbs flying that everywhere. That would be fucking awesome because the intro, that was one of the best intros or like, you know, first episodes I've seen of a show in a long time. So, all right, Vikings, red beard guys with axes. 
Yeah, uh, sure. Maybe it's gonna be a thing where like it's a literal all-out war, but like you gotta gotta bob and weave through the axes and the swords. Like, oh god! It's like a gauntlet of just axes being thrown at you. <laughs> um, and then the last one, plastic surgery. I, I like. I mean, just like demented they, people that got fucked up in surgery. Like, I don't what. Maybe they really, really thought people liked that operation game from the uh, operation. One. Yeah. So, I don't know. All these scare zones sound weird, and obviously they're not official. This is the Horror Night Nightmares uh, speculation map. They're usually pretty right with the houses, um, but this is the fir- I think this is the first year they've done scare zones. So, it'll be interesting to see how much of this actually plays out, and uh, I'm very excited for this year. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to say we probably shouldn't be in charge of... Uh guessing the scare zone since i don't think no. anything we've named is technically legal for them to do so <laughs> just saying so that is the speculation and what is actually happening this year at hhn and uh let's go ahead and rattle off your tips and tricks i'm going to kind of skip around here i want to i want to do your tips and tricks first and then we'll go list off our our uh like our our dream hhn we're going to give you 10 houses six ips six regulars that would be like our like hhn wet dream that's the wording. That's the word, that's the word I'm going with. All yeah, right, fucking okay. deal with it. All right, so here's Gabby's tips and tricks for HHN 29. Oh, I wish I had like a theme song for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's Killer Clown. Sorry. Okay, so. And they got me all nervous. I wasn't, I, I like. Am I making you nervous by looking at you? Yeah, yeah, and your shirt's looking at me too. It's a lot happening here. Okay, I'll just look at the wall. Okay, so we all know if you've been to Halloween Horror Nights that it is a gauntlet in itself but in a legal you're not going to lose a limb kind of way i mean you might i don't know um and when we go there it's it's hot it's gross it's crowded so i've put together a list of some things that are going to make life a little bit easier for you and just make it a more pleasant experience because the first year i went someone not naming names it was austin um did not really prepare me so it's Florida. What did you want me to prepare you for? Look. It's hot and I'm talking, muggy. Not your turn. Fine. So, <laughs> the first year I went, I was underprepared. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. I was chafing a lot. I was always hot, always wow. tired. My knees were wrecked because I wasn't prepared. Like, I just kind of got dressed, went, didn't bring anything with me except my money and my phone. And my car, because I had to drive. And no, you you took your broom, right? Yes. I'm a witch. <laughs> um, and then the next year, I tried to be more prepared. And as we got through last year, I really, I feel like I got a good balance. I feel like we got a good balance. Um, uh, you, me, and Will really got our shit together, so to speak. And... So first thing that I did not realize would be really helpful, and my mother gave us some um, freebies she got, and we used the crap out of those, were the mini fans you plug into your cell phone. Oh, yeah. It's stupid. Do those things work? And I'm going to tell you, when you're sweating your balls off in line, yeah, they work. Your lady balls, you know. My lady balls. Well, um, see, it worked for you, but oh, for yeah. some reason, the mini fan that I plugged into my phone would only work for about 30 seconds, and then it would just shut off, and I'd have to unplug it and then replug it. And then by the, I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm Mine done with this. Mine worked great. It was very refreshing. Um, this year, we've actually changed it up, and I've got, which you can get on Amazon, um, 
an HDMI or like a USB. Sorry. I was like, whoa, are we watching movies with your fan? <laughs> Holy the shit. The very fancy fan. It's sorry. 2019. Anything's possible. A USB plug-in fan that you can recharge and it folds up and um, we'll be taking that this year as to not murder my phone battery. Yeah. Um, Because I really did just blow out my phone battery on some of these tips that I will be getting to. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I highly recommend a small fan of some kind. It's really worth it, especially like especially if you don't have express those lines get gross everyone's sweaty and nasty and it just makes it worse so having some refreshing breeze on your face helps because the houses are only a couple minutes long and there's only so much ac to go around right, they're nice and cold in there but yeah it's not but then not, not immediately afterwards so yeah. my next tip is the um battery pack for your phone case funny enough because yeah, a lot of these things will kill your phone battery, especially if you are killing time in line. And I've actually I have a coworker who has a battery pack phone case. He recharges his phone every couple days because um, it's just rechargeable on the go. I mean, you can also just bring a rechargeable battery pack. Yeah, like the power packs or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, that's what we and, brought uh, last year. Yeah, which is super helpful because you want to be able to take all your little photos and send all your little Snapchats and just having a battery pack they yeah. even have the kind you can like they have the keychain clip-in kinds now like kinds kinds um yeah i'm a snapchat whore at hhn he really is oh it yeah it takes a real long time to get from house to house oh yeah but thank god we have express so you're welcome that's fine i'm sending boomerangs while you're sending snapchat exactly so whatever. So shut your fucking face you that so, was aggressive i'm sorry i didn't i didn't mean that <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh Battery, pro- battery pack. Battery pack. Are a lifesaver. And then you're also going to need the battery pack because um, heads up. I don't know if you've played this game. You've oh, probably seen someone yeah. in line I playing like, it. I was like, heads up what? Shut your mouth. I'm excited for your tips. You said heads up. And I was like, what are we, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the game. game. Um, it's an app on your phone. It's a free app. I mean, you can buy extra decks. Yeah. They're like a um, dollar a piece. Basically, it's like... Um, I guess like reverse your, it's like a, you that you hold a phone to your head and then people try to describe what the word it's is. It's like on that your game phone. you play when everyone has something on their head and you have to tell them what they are and they have to guess it. I don't remember what that headbands. It's like headbands. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Except it's on your phone and they they've got movies and famous people and they um, do have acted out though, so it is kind of like charades. Yeah, they they do have that option. So it's a really good way to spend your time. It also will kill your battery, <laughs> hence the need for a battery, battery pack. Packs. Um, but you'll see people playing that, uh, like earlier in the season, not so many people towards the end, a crap ton of people and people will just start playing it with you. So be prepared for that. Expect to make friends you didn't want. Yeah. We'll be playing it in line and someone's be hopping in be like, it's this. I'm like, who are you, sir? Like, You're get very away aggressive, from me. We're not friendly people. <laughs> Don't ever speak to us. In public. I'm just kidding. Jesus. What are you doing? <laughs> going to make people not want to listen to the show anymore. No, they'll want to listen to the show because they'll want to get our approval, obviously. Wow, yeah, we are, okay. Everyone who listens has dad issues, probably. What the fuck are you doing? You're going on some weird rant right now. Back to the subject. Watching a lot of... Don't pay attention to what she's saying. It's fine. She's crazy. Anyway, so Heads Up is a good game to play. Um, We'll be uh, looking around and testing out some other game options because eventually, you know... You can only guess the same movie so many times, and we've been doing it for a couple of years now. So listen, it's it's great when everyone's kind of drunk though, because you forget. <laughs> and you're like, I I know what this is, but I can't guess it. It's a lot of fun. And 
Um, though technically this is not an additional item you bring into the park, something I will also recommend to uh, save your legs is getting express. <laughs> getting express. We didn't have express the first year I went, like the first full year I went, and the second year, the first house we went into, we're like, yep, this was worth it, never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it saves you a lot of time, and especially if you've got like sensitive knees or you've got leg problems, standing in those lines and locking up your legs for that long is bad. So, you know, being able to constantly move is a lot better. So Express is definitely worth it. Well, and you can also, like, you can take your time. You can go do, like, three or four houses and then fucking go sit down, have water, have a beer, whatever, and just, like, hang out. You don't feel like you're rushing the entire night. You can just ping ping in and out of houses and just be like, this is so much more calm and relaxing. Yes, definitely (laughs) less of a high-stress experience, especially because, like, Stranger Things was outrageously, like, long for lines. So... If we saw the express line look kind of long, we were like, you know what? We'll go to it a different night yeah. because there are other houses we can get into that we don't have to wait as long for. You like, you feel like you have the option to pick and choose. Right. Um, so then on to my next thing, the importance of hydration. They do sell refillable water cups. Well, they're not water cups, but they're drink cups that you can use at the uh, Coca-Cola... The freestyle machines. Freestyle, that's the word. I was going to say 360, that's not it. (coughs) What were they, 30 bucks last year for the whole season? Um, For the annual pass holders, they have a discounted one that's good for the whole season. I swear to God, they better do that again. No, they will. Because we just bought one. um, And then we just Me and our friend Will, and um, the three of us just split that for the whole season. We all probably got mono or something. but um, Or something. So... I mean, and honestly, we didn't even fill it with soda the whole time because we actually filled it up with water a lot because you think, oh, I'll just get free water cups. But it is actually nice to buy a large cup to be able to take that water in line with you because hydrating, also super important to staying cool. The lower your core temperature is, the less disgusting you feel. I hydrate by drinking beer. It works really well because it hydrates my body and it also gets me drunk. It actually dehydrates you and you don't know how to science. You're crazy. So. Drink beer. Don't do not do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, and of course, you're going to need something to carry all this crap I just told you to get in. So <laughs> mini backpacks. Um, I Ooh. personally recommend a brightly colored one because, yes. fun fact, they'll blind the person behind you with the neon lights. If there's any black lights, um, yeah. then it'll just light up. And I accidentally blinded myself with my own backpack one time. When I was wearing it? No, I think Will was wearing it, and I didn't realize um, how bright it was until it was in my eyeballs. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, but it is really nice for multiple reasons. One, to carry all the crap I just said you should be purchasing because it'll make your life easier, and it'll make Halloween Horror Nights less of a gauntlet, more of a uh, good time. And two, because let's be honest, sometimes you can't see shit in those houses, and it's nice to have a handle on the person in front of you. Yep, that which is, means make the person in front of you wear the backpack. That is my life. She's always right behind me, holding onto the backpack, throwing me into walls, throwing me into characters. I have to apologize to everyone. And this is just like off season stuff. I know, like this is bizarre. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. She, yeah, she does hold onto it because it is. Yeah, you're right. It is nice because I, I can see. I've got great vision. I know you kind of have. The, I, I <laughs> have a hard time seeing when we get into dark, rooms. low light situations. So and um, so he helps me. Um, I'm like her seeing eye dog, her seeing eye Austin. Yes, there we go. You're my seeing eye Austin. <laughs> and lastly. With the heat, this is a girl-specific thing. I mean, guys, do what you want. If you want to also do this, I'm not going to stop you or anything. Um, 
Oh, I guess it's not lastly. I just realized another one I was supposed oh, to Oh, so say. you got two so more? I got dose more, but shit. this- fucking hit me with them. This is clothing related. Okay. Besides the obvious, wear breathable clothing. Don't wear your gross pleather <laughs> nonsense. I don't know who does that or wears thigh-high boots in- Insane people stuck in the 70s. In Florida. Um- Biker shorts are the jam. And I'm not talking about those ones that you wear with the crop top. And I'm talking about the the ones that go under. They're kind of like leggings, but, you know, shorts. And they go under your Sheggings. shorts. No, that doesn't sound smart. No, please no. don't. Sorry. Um, I'll stop. Those, they might be a little bit thick. Even if you get the thinner tights, those are going to save the life of your thighs. Because they just, you know, it's just worth it. Everything hurts less. And on that note for guys... Baby powder. Because yeah. I'm not wearing those short leggings because I'll look like an insane person. So baby powder. Uh I almost said BC powder. That is that is not the Please same thing. Please do not Please do not rub BC powder. powder. And on your legs. <laughs> no, baby powder or like gold bond, you know, you know, give your give your legs a good rub they down. They also sell you know. those deodorant stick things yeah. that are actually anti chafe things. Because I just fucking chafe. Bro. I mean, let's be realistic. Everybody it, it's muggy out. Do something for your legs. Yeah. Treat them right because if you're going multiple nights, your legs do not appreciate well, what you're trying to do to them. Because we go like three or four times a week. So if my legs start chafing one night and they, they and it goes into the next day, I'm going to be bow-legged that whole night looking like an insane person. Just waddling just, everywhere. Yeah, just hobbling along. So. And you got one more. Lastly. Oh my God, I'm so excited. What is it? Shoes. <laughs> I mean, that should be step number no, one. Um, honestly, like... The first year I wore Converse and my toes, like by the end of the night, because they're a narrow shoe, were rubbing the whole time. I spent the money on Vans. I, I am personally recommending Vans because they've got a wider shoe. Really, any sneaker. Something that's comfortable for your feet. I don't know what's with people wearing the least comfortable shoes imaginable. Like when we went there and did our engagement photos, I had heels with me for the engagement photos, but you bet your ass my vans were in my bag because <laughs> I was not about to just spend the whole night in heels. No. So that sounds terrible. But no, I had sneakers and then I actually got my old insoles that I had from um, work and Lifesaver. Like my feet feel so much better because. Shoes. I treated them right. Treat your shoes. Treat your feet right. So, in conclusion, treat your feet right. Treat your thighs right. That sounds terrible. And um, you treat them right. You do it. Oh. Okay. And, All right uh, then. I'm gonna have a follow up post that I'm gonna give to Austin Ooh. where you can see some of these items that we bring with us. These are these will be literal ones. They might look a little. Well, dirty. link them Sorry. below in the comments. Wait, this isn't YouTube. No, uh, we're going to have a picture of them later for you to see. Yay. Yay. And um, That was weirdly in unison. How did we do that? I don't know. Damn. But remember, when you treat your body right. Everything's night... all right. Wow. Just ruined it. I knew you weren't going to rhyme it, so I figured I, really I would. wasn't. I figured I would help you. Treat your body all right because it. Wait, wait, what? Because it'll last all night. <laughs> No, oh my God. treat yourself right. Make it an enjoyable experience. Take care of your phone. Take care of your body. And those Send are her, lots of snaps. Those are her life tips for HHN. Hey, they work, and I don't hate you for making me go now. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Express really does help. That is definitely the ultimate thing to do is get Express. If you're planning that on the mini fan. If you're, if you're planning on going like us, like we go like 20 nights a season, Express is 100% worth it. So... So is all the other stuff. 
That was uh, those are some good tips. I like You're those. those I really will good. actually have some um, actual items uh, that I will photograph so you can photograph. See what exactly what we're getting, and if you want to know where specifically we found our items, hit us up. Hit Again, me we'll up. link them below in the description. <laughs> or um, we will <laughs> just tell you when you ask. So uh, Okay, so those were Gabby's tips and tricks. Yay. Super, super good. Like them a lot. Thanks. Good information. All right, so now we're going to move on to our dream HHN. We have selected 10 houses, 6 IPs, 4 originals. That would be our ultimate, like I said, wet dream. I'm saying it again. I don't care. Just like uh, HHN. Okay, so Ew. let's go with the IP. No, let's go with the originals first and then work our way into the ips so number one what is your first original that you would like to see space ghosts space <laughs> oh my god yours are already exponentially way cooler than mine what okay the so shit? there's actually an episode what of the uh, shit? doctor who where these shadows attack um these people and this like the the library of the universe or something someone's gonna correct me on that later and um whenever they lift up the uh the tint on their hoods it's a skeleton in a spacesuit oh my and god how awesome would that be i don't even want to tell you mine mine is mine are so lame i'm gonna draw a picture oh of my space god. ghosts i also know an artist that does a lot of space ghost drawings wow. and um all right, right out of the gate, you're you're fucking. It's gonna, you're, I could like imagine like a derelict spaceship, and then there's like ghosts, and then there's spacemen, and their skulls, and their faces are glowing and stuff, and just ooh. Yeah, you yeah. didn't even need to describe it. You had me as space ghost. I'm fucking floored. You're you, that like. I, Hit me up, HHN. Uh, okay. I got ideas. All right, so here's it's my just the one idea. Here's my boring fucking suggestion. Just, I just want a Scarecrow sequel. Boo. Hiss. You hated you, you were going to do you that. You went into that house one time. I don't want to fucking hear it. It was upsetting. Yeah, she really did not. That house messed her up. And I love that. That was my. That's my all-time favorite original house that HHN has ever done. I want a sequel or a similar Scarecrow. I, I have to have another one. It was so fucking good. It was too heavy for me. And I did not like the smell of dirt. And it freaked me out too much. And I was like, I'm done here. This is too much sensory overload. I'm, yeah, I'm gone. Goodbye. There is a lot of hanging down. There was a lot of hanging down bits in that. And there was a lot of fog. There was a lot. There was It was a lot. Oh, crap. That should have been one of my tips. Um, If you're shorter than the other person in your party, don't let them go in front of you. I have to let Austin go in front of me because I'm all blind and shit. But uh, because. Poor Gabby. All the hanging crap is going to whip over their shoulders and come right for your face. <laughs> I actually got strangled on a piece of string like, once. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because it whipped around my neck. And he's, like, dragging me away. And I got a scare actor yelling in my face. And I'm like, I'm choking. Yeah. So definitely want another Scarecrow house. No, I, thank you. I'm excited. What? What? Okay. Was that, like... The least cool thing on your list, or, or is, that, is it going to go downhill from here? Because that was that a, was it's going to go way uh, downhill. I was going to say that was a strong open, dude. I told you I only had one, and All it right. was a good one. And then you made me. Well, think why of didn't you ones. fucking end with that one? I was really excited about a, a it. Fucking space ghost, dude. I'm down. Okay. All right, what's your second one? I mean, I, where am I going to go from there? No, um, uh, actually, it's a uh, '70s summer camp. '70s now, summer camp. I'm talking camp. a not a specific one, but like kind of a mashup vibe of like, you know, Friday the Thirteenth. Well, Friday uh, the Thirteenth was '80s. Okay, but you know what I'm saying, like the vibes. Like 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 sleepaway camp. I like think, sleepaway camp. I think oh, that was still '80s. Maybe too. Maybe I should have said '80. Okay, sorry. Let's go. With My 80s. next one is 
80s summer camp. There we go. Let's go Ooh, with 80s. Interesting. Yeah. I just said it for camp. the first time. Oh, wow. 80s. Crazy. Yeah. I love the 80s. They're great. Okay. So, yeah, like a mashup kind of vibe of Sleepaway Camp and Friday the 13th. Like those, all those movies that they started making at the same time. That whole vibe. A lot of screaming girls in like stripy <laughs> shirts and mini shorts and tube socks and big hair. And Tight. Yeah. I'm down. Like definitely kind of the vibes of that new. Uh, AHS 1984 that's coming out. Like, very excited about that. I think that would be really fun, especially if they didn't like do a particular villain, but they kind of created their own villain for it. Um, kind of like their own big bad. Yeah, exactly. And um, oh, it's so sad because I was gonna say a house and then uh, anyway. Um, All right. Continue. But yeah, I think. Sorry, I was swallowing. That's fine. You're good. You ha- kind of have to do that from now, from time to time. From now, from, from time from to now, time. From now, time to time. I can't. I can't talk. So yeah, I think it would be a really fun vibe, especially if they did like um, when they had Ash vs Evil Dead, where they had the part where he comes out on the uh, the porch of the cabin and yeah. everything. They had that open air kind of feel for some of it. I think that would be a good time. Okay. Oh, and like an archery range because why not? Because fuck it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second, my next one is like a okay. So you remember Dead Waters, obviously, right? Obviously, yes. it's my favorite. I, that want, I can't remember the name of it. I want like a swamp house. I'm talking like take Dead Waters and the um, fuck the the ending of Slaughter Cinema. The the not the Yeti, but it was the um, oh my god, the fucking uh, Sasquatch, whatever that was, whatever that last house from yeah. Slaughter Cinema was. Take those two and kind of mash them up. Like I want swamp, swamp Yeti, swamp. Jesus. Christ. Fucking, I'm having that a stroke. That is embarrassing. So yeah, I want like a swamp yeti, dead waters kind of like swamp, like in like Louisiana. I want like a mashup of like or that, like, like bayou, yeah, thing. like trees and kind of like you know how they had in um, I think it was dead waters how they had those kind of mats down, those rubber mats that you walked on, so it kind of felt squishy. Something along the lines of that, you know, a lot of camo scares. I think that would be really fun. No really theme. I don't really have a theme for it, but like just kind of like a swampy, dark foresty type deal. Yeah, like serial yeah. swamper. Serial swamp. Like serial killer, but oh, <laughs> it's a, it's the the swamp is the serial killer. It'll swallow swamp. you whole. I have nothing. Okay. Yeah, that you just I got, was, you I was gonna try. I I didn't. All right, what's your next one? Okay. Urban legends. Okay. Now, like think about bloody, this. Like the bloody hook on the car. Shut up! I'm talking. I'm doing it. Okay, so imagine this. The Universal Monster setup, where they've got to, um, like a mashup of a few of the monsters together, but instead with urban legends. So yeah, like the Hook Hand or that weird urban legend about the bunny mask guy that hangs out under the bridge and the Chupacabra. Good God, could you let me say it? The Chupacabra. I didn't think you were going to say that. I was that. going to, and then you did. I'm sorry. The Chupacabra, Bigfoot. You know, like. No, not Bigfoot. Bigfoot's not that scary. Um, Excuse me. Yeti, scary. Bigfoot, precious. Bigfoot and a Yeti are the same thing. A Yeti is just, a Yeti lives in snow. A fucking, I was going to say werewolf. That is not what it is. Uh, The Sasquatch, it just lives in the woods. It's the same fucking creature. That is confusing Bigfoot racism because Bigfoot lives in a whole other area. They are different people. Same type of monster, different climates. That's really the only difference. I'm That's telling like you. saying African elephants and Indian elephants are the same thing. They're the same thing! They're different. No! It's the... Oh, you son of a bitch. That doesn't even make sense. They're both you elephants. You don't even make sense. It's not even your turn. Shut oh up. Oh, my God. So anyway. Stabbing you in the face. So, you know, like, <sighs> a really cool 
car scene, like something scraping in the car. You hear scraping sounds. Like a lot, a lot of scraping. A lot of um, bridges. Go under a lot of bridges. There's some <laughs> trolls under the bridges. No, I'm Gotta getting lost. Gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but yeah, I think something like fun. that would be really fun. Like, um, kind of, kind of have like a feel for the, uh, like I said, the Universal monsters, and then like Slaughter Cinema. Just um, mash it all together. Well, yeah, you know, without the whole this is a movie thing. Instead, okay. it's like this is your urban legend you're walking into thing, like a lady in white in a hotel or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Be good time. You you were so like upset, like you couldn't think of anything. Your ideas are far more better than mine. Okay, but Space Ghost, I peeked on Space Fucking Ghost. Fucking Space Ghost, dude. I'm, I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna get make. Uni- oh, I'm gonna paint a Space Ghost. Get Universal on the phone right now. Could you imagine okay, a big okay. beautiful? Simmer just down. Agree simmer down. Just simmer agree down. with me. Shut up. Yes, on. and simmer down. God. I'm gonna stab him later. It's I'm fine. already stabbing you. It's fine. You're gonna be a Space. Get ghost. Universal on the phone. Space Ghost. We Hit want me them up, there. Guys. I got ideas. Yes. Okay, we got, got the it. one idea. Okay, so my third one is okay. You remember Autopsy of Jane Doe? Yes. Like something like that, like a like a haunted morgue where there's dead bodies, also live bodies, but you don't know which ones are which, and they're popping up and in and out of like the little little slidey things. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, I would be. My yes, favorite. flickering lights. Just auto- basically Autopsy of Jane Doe in a house because that movie's fucking terrifying, and I want to see that come to life at Universal. That's what well, I want. Wouldn't that be an IP? No, 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 no. I'm just saying the idea of oh, Autopsy okay. of Jane Doe okay. yeah. mm-hmm. and the whole thing, but like throw that into HHN as like a, you know, you have like the, almost like the caretaker, but whoever, what's the guy that runs the morgue? Mortician. There we go. That guy. So you have him kind of like taking you through the house almost. And yeah. then at the end, you find out he's dead the whole time. Uh, just like the sixth sense. Uh, what's your fourth one? My. P- Okay, no no did one asked ju- you to do that. Did you just lose it? Sorry, no, I oh. tapped it. Apparently, if you hit the note, if you it knows you typed in a title for something, my notes thing tried to take me to the IMDb. For yeah, let's not movie. do that. For that's- Space Ghost? No. Oh, oh that would have been, oh my God. But that would probably be Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. When you said Space Ghost, that's what I immediately had thought of first. I was like, not, be- not him. Not, not the character. Um, my last one is not my most exciting thing. It's Meat Factory. God damn it. Did we both think of Meat Factory? No, you'll see when we get into the other ones. Okay. But, you know, I was thinking, like, I honestly thought about that because of the, um, not 13th floor. What the hell one did we go into? The Warehouse 31? Oh, Warehouse 31. Where they had that um, Meat Factory thing, but a little more fleshed out. You're welcome. Um, But, you know, like, where they have the cow high the cow rib thing meat parts the carcasses yeah that one that one swinging uh, like, like swinging you have to go through those and then there's like maybe like people who have um, been taken into the um the meat factory trying to escape but they're like like missing limbs or something like that like oh my god they got my arm you know and then so there's like, like someone chopping up people people Ooh. you know soiling green is people god damn it, that's what i was gonna say get out of my head um get out of my head Alternatively, like a you know something like the as, you I know. think it was m- like Mister Meats or something from the Warehouse yeah. Thirty One. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, okay. Mister Tasty Meats. Mister Tasty. Yeah. Yeah. So tight. I think something like tight, that would tight, be tight. fun. Okay. It's not as good as Space Ghost. Okay, and nothing is going to be as good as Space Ghost. Not even the IPs that I have are going to be as good as Space Ghost. That okay. Me. I got to fix this. Go ahead. So my last one is something similar to the house that we went to at Screamageddon. The Church of Satan. Oh, yeah. That would, because that house is my favorite house at uh, Screamageddon. So something along the lines of a satanic church with, like, paganists, rituals, and all sorts of shit with, you know, 
all those symbols on the walls and like people in goat heads, you know, really tall on stilts. That would be fucking awesome. And I don't I don't think they've done something like that before. No, I don't think they have. Again, I've only been going since 24, so I'm not 100% sure. But Church of Satan, that would be fucking like crazy. I'd be so down for that. That's mine. That's my last one. You did four, right? Yeah, I did okay. four. You're welcome. Space Ghost, holy shit. Yeah, no, those were those four were great. Those four were way better than mine. And you were worried about you not being able to no, come no, up with No, no, I shit? knew Space Ghost was gold. Yeah, that was gold. Like solid gold. The other stuff I made up three minutes before we started this yeah. podcast. All right, so then let's go ahead and move on to our six IPs that we would like to have at HHN as well. So go ahead. Okay, first off, you're welcome, everybody. Wow. I know there were a lot of people thinking about this, and I agree, so it's on here. Lost Boys. Oh, my God. You haven't seen it? That would be a, the, I, the entire fire pit scene alone, which you will see, would be truly upsetting. Listen, I watched... 20 minutes of that one time. I don't want to hear your garbage. And I just could not take Kiefer Sutherland serious at all. Well, you should because at awesome. Um, I think that would make, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. In my opinion, it might change, but right now I feel like that would be a better scare zone, you know, with the guys, with the were, uh, werewolves. God, the vampires on motorcycles, walking around with those big coats and shit. Okay. You're not going to get this. Remember this for in context later. They're, um, Oh crap! What is it where they where all the vampires hang out? What is it called? A lair. Yeah, their lair. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck yeah! I did it. I, just, I mean, I, I think there's another word for it too, but we're gonna go with lair because it makes sense. Okay, let's go with lair. Um, so they're in the so, lair. No, so I think their lair would be a really good setup. By the way, the carnival that or the uh, amusement park thing that they're at in us is the same one from Lost Boys. Uh, something in California. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That would be a good staging area. The uh, stop bobbing your head. You're making me forget <laughs> sorry, what I'm sorry, saying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The whole fire pit scene because that is brutal would be really fun, and also the whole climax of the film um, inside the grandfather's house would be absolutely Spoilers. awesome. You don't know anything, Spoilers. but you have to get to the end of the film for the best line in the All film. Right, fine. Okay, so cool. I will let you know when I actually watch that movie because I tried and I couldn't. But well, we're I we're gonna watch I, it for the vampire episode. I will try. Yeah, that's. That I'm is in true. charge of the vampire episode. You're not in charge of shit. And I'm in charge of the musical episode. You're not in charge of Jack or shit. No, I'm in charge of vampire and musical. She's not in charge. I am in charge. Anyways, so I got mad when you said butcher shop because my first IP that I want to see is Midnight Meat Train. Well, that's different. Well, it's different, but it, there is, he works in a fucking butcher shop. But I think it would be amazing because they have done a house. I think it was Havoc Derailed where it was like a train. And they also did a train scene from Dead Exposure. So I think combining the train scenes with the butcher shop and the creepy guy with the big giant cleaver, I think. Plus, that is a super underrated film that most people don't know about because it honestly sounds like a porno. Just saying. Midnight Meat Train, but it's not. It's a great movie, so I think that would be a fantastic house and would play very well. Yeah, no, I totally agree. They definitely have an opportunity for someone with a camera to jump out at you a lot and scare the yeah, shit out like of you. Yeah, with like you know, like a flash, like you know, I, it'd be great. There's a lot of scares that would work from. I think it would translate very well. Plus, like I said, they've done train esque houses before, so yeah, so they got a lot of potential on that one. What's your next one? 
Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Ooh, that because would be fun. Honestly, That'd be like Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, it would be a really amusing house. Yeah. And oh, that would be such a fucking good because house. of all the accidental deaths and everything. Yeah. You can have a lot of people freaking out as they're dying and stuff, and oh that, that would make really good scares because it's a good breakup. Yeah, there are plenty of. Um, Staging areas, a lot of woods, and then that whole barn scene, yeah. like the lumber mill thing. At the end, yeah. It would be, I think it would be really fun. Dude, that's a really fucking, I didn't even think about that one. That is a fantastic. I honestly just started writing down my favorite movies well, that, that I, I mean, thought would work. That's kind of what I did. I like that. Fuck yeah, that's a great one. You're good welcome. job. Hit me up, HHN. Oh I got God. you. All right, my next one is 13 Ghosts. Yes! I think uh, that that would be... 100%. Sorry, I'm very no. excited. I forgot about that and 1,000% on board. That would be such a cool house because I don't... I don't. If they could make it work, they could do the whole, you know, glass house, glass room. It, Fuck yeah, they, they could. could. make it happen. Oh, they could because mirrors. Mir- yeah, mirrors and shit. And you think you're walking in to like... You know, you think you're walking at like towards something that's nothing there and then it pops open and then Boom! Stick with me on this. Okay. okay. So when you think you're going to be walking into a room, the crazy secret manuscript crap that's all over the yeah. walls starts glowing so you know you have to turn. Yeah. I'm telling you, that house, that house will be so good. Beautiful. Plus, love the, it. Perfect. The Jekyll gave me nightmares forever. Oh, yeah. I, I love that movie. It's and, upsetting. you know, they, they, would, they could literally have... They could literally have an entire house with like one character per room, and it would you know they could have all thirteen ghosts, and you wouldn't see a repeat of of a scare actor. You know what I mean? Like they could do that. Well, and honestly, 100%. like they, if they wanted to put some, because I know sometimes they like to work in the victims with the uh, scare actors. Like they could have someone getting attacked by one of the ghosts, and like yeah. there's times where they're getting slammed into walls and stuff, or like um, there's parts where they're like trapped behind the glass and being attacked. Like they could do. Yeah, and pl- you know all the guys, all the people that aren't that aren't uh, the characters that are playing the people in the house. They could have the glasses on and shit like that. Like I honestly, that'd be cool. And you know what? They could even no, nah, they can't give you glasses. Well, it could be like a three D house. You know, maybe that could work just so you can get like the the vibe of putting the glasses on to see the ghosts. I you mean, know? legitimately, they're those stupid safety plastic glasses yeah. that they make you wear. Probably. I'm just saying that house would be fucking awesome. So. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent on board. Next for you. Almost as good as Space Ghost. Listen, <laughs> I'm nothing is gonna top Space Ghost. Nothing. I know. Nothing. You're welcome. Okay. Next, next year at HHN, we see Space Ghost. Oh, you <laughs> sons of bitches! Look, I already <laughs> know said it Pinterest here is stalking my ideas, forced. so um, it wouldn't be surprised if everyone else is. I'm a genius. It's fine. We're on the record as you saying Space Ghost first. Coast to coast. Coast what? to coast. Okay. What's your third IP that you would want to see? Well, you'd be happy with this one because uh, it's Children of the Corn. Oh my God! <laughs> Just tiny little people running around. Yeah, oh but like, God. there's actually bits. I'm not even kidding. In the film, there are bits where the corn actually attacks them, and then there's like, wherever they go into the town that looks to be abandoned, there's like corn stalks sticking out of everything. So it could be really fun. Like they could do a, an abandoned esque town, but like kids in like old timey looking clothing because they oh did that for some God. reason, like coming out and attacking you, and it would be really fun. But then they could literally take you through a bunch of corn, just like you like. Joe, just like Scarecrow at the end of Scarecrow. Yeah, and they, which is and why they I could, figured you'd appreciate that. They could divert you down different ways, just like Scarecrow. Because sometimes you go in that house, and be like, "Fuck, am I going left or right?" And then they would direct you, be like, "Ah, I'm going this way." Oh man, dude, we should just oh, we need to combine our best ideas and just go to Halloween Horror Nights. Listen, just listen, just. Take this. Hook us up, man. Hook us up. Hook us up. Okay. My third one, The Descent. 
Yes, I figured you would say that. The descent, you know, going down, you could you could have it where you like, like it looks like you're going down into the tunnels, and then it would just be caves and those creepy fucking creatures. Red light the whole blood, thing. yeah, blood and guts and just ah oh, that house. It, it it would kind of be repetitive in the sense because it's all caves, so it might get kind of dull, you know, halfway through. But I feel like it would be kind of fun to because in AVP in twenty four twenty five, I can't remember, they had you duck down. And kind of like run out the exit, so they could have that in the descent where you kind of have to like kind of duck and like kind of crawl, not crawl, but like duck down and go. Like that would be awesome. I know it would probably be a liability, but I'm just saying. probably. I'm just saying probably it'd be not fun. handicap accessible. Well, and AVP, if if you had a wheelchair, they had a, an exit for you. But seriously, AVP, you had to like duck and like go out. It was fucking terrifying. Plus, they had wind blowing down on you. I was like, ah! that sounds like fun. It was fun. So that's my third one. Hit us with your fourth one. You're probably not going to like this one. Buffy. Hear me out. The the show? Now hear me out because oh she fights God. so many big bads. Um, there's a lot of potential for a, like, you can pick a season. Or you can literally just have the cheerleader versus the vampire setup. Too I many know. vampires this year, bro. That's that's two, me. two houses of van- vampires. Well, thankfully, I don't have any more, but I honestly I think, <laughs> I mean, there's a season with vampires. There's a season with super vampires. Uh, there, Jesus. No, there, there's honestly, like, room for things. There are, there are episodes where there are a lot of different, like, types of demons that come and attack and stuff. Like, they could do a fun mashup of different types of, like, monsters that she encounters, like the big famous ones or shit. They could even do the silence episode with the gentleman and there's these creepy guys Doug Jones is one of them. And they just have these huge grins and these really sunken faces and these big eyes. And they just they just kind of float around and creepy the fuck out. It's basically like pre-Slender Man. Hmm. But with Buffy. I, I liked everything pretty much up until Yeah, that. I knew you weren't going to like yeah. that one. Sorry. What? I didn't like Try your stupid g- scarecrow thing. That's, that house was actually good, though. You couldn't go through it. It was that good. That's how good it was. You went through one. I don't like it. Whatever. All right, my fourth one, which is not going to come as a surprise to you, Terrifier. What? Terrifier would be such a good house. That was such a gory, bloody fucking mess. I loved it. And Art the Clown, obviously, is one of my favorite icons. And just having him in that house, squeaking his little horn, running around all creepy with that silly grin on his face with, like, a hacksaw and shit, that would be a fun house. Kind of just going through his kills of the movie. I think that would be a really fun house. Very bloody, too. Yeah, no, I think that would be yeah. a good time and also upsetting. Yeah, very upsetting for my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number five. Okay. The Strangers. Ah. I know it seems kind of obvious because, you know, it's basically set up to be, like, that kind of film is very easily, um, very easily, like, doable as a house. But honestly, I love The Strangers and um, I really enjoy that film on a creep factor level, how they keep popping up at where you don't expect them because they don't really talk. And I think that would be really good because sometimes the scares rely a lot on them making big, loud noises at you. And I like the idea that it's more of them like, 
pop it up in front of your fucking face and you don't realize and you're like, hey! Yeah, just like that. I make the same noise too. You do, so don't lie. I, I, that's why I said I did. I do. I don't know if they've done a stranger's house. I don't think they have. I don't believe they have. I don't know the entire history of HHN. I know from like 23 and on because I started going 24 and I heard about 23 and yada yada. You call yourself a fan. No, I'm just kidding. I am a fan. Shit. I go 20 times a season. If that's not a fan, I don't know what is. So Someone who goes 21 times a I season. I will fucking stab you. Okay. So that was your fifth one? Yes. My fifth one, The Conjuring Universe. Yeah. The whole universe. Universe. <laughs> the nun, I love the universe. The universe. The nun, Annabelle, the conjuring. The, you know, they could maybe work in, not the tall man, the um the fucking what's the guy from the Conjuring crooked 2? Man. Crooked man. All that just fucking mash it into a house. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be good too. Sheba, all that shit. Just throw it in the house. That'd be upsetting. It'd be very upsetting. Yeah. Because I didn't want to just narrow it down to one movie. I was like, you know what? They they have so many movies. And even um, technically, well, La Llorona is uh, Conjuring Universe adjacent, even though they've already done La Llorona in 23. But, you know, they could still throw all that shit into a house and, like, you know, like in a soundstage and have a, like, big production value. That would be awesome. That would be pretty That would be tight. Yeah. All right. So your last one, rounding out your six IPs. Was that six? No, no. Your Your last one now. Rounding out your six IPs. Oh, man. I meant to... Oh, I, I accidentally did one too many, and that my last two were really good. What? I had one too you many. You did seven? By accident. Oh, my God. But it, might, it was good. Then fucking... <sighs> Can we pretend I didn't say Buffy? Yes, we will take out Buffy. Fuck, fuck that. Okay. Next. So, 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 give so me, my next one. So give me five and uh, six. Okay. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Him in there, just like, yeah, ah, what are you guys doing in here? directing. No, ah. okay. <laughs> so think about it. Some of the, um, like, uh, the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth, um, literally anything from Crimson Peak. Just like Guillermo, I can't, I, his movies, just all his movies mashed up? Yeah, like, just taking some pieces from the creepier creatures from his films, and I think that would be awesome. Or alternatively, they could literally just do a Crimson Peak one because yeah, that would the, be awesome. the sister in that with that big, like the big hatchety knife thing, whatever the hell it was she had in her yeah. hands, okay. that would be stressful. And the <laughs> and the creepy ghost they had in that, I think they could do something really fun with that because his films are so dark and they're not really considered yeah. horror because they're more dramatic. But honestly, he makes a, a great film, and I think that the uh, the style of his films would translate into a house they're kind of like gothic and like not horror but like on like the brink of horror they're dark yeah it's like a dark gothic style movie i like it okay so then what is your sixth one wink wink (laughs) it's technically seven but anyways little shop of horrors oh my god okay honestly two horror comedies in one year i like to be amused yes Um, so do i so no see the thing is with little shop of horrors is um Part of it would be Audrey 2 because, you know, big giant scary plant would be really fun. But also a lot of it is Seymour um, getting meat for the plant. So uh, you could have some really fun like murder victims and people getting attacked and um, you could take them through the plant shop, through the dentist's office, through the back alley. I think it'd be really fun and like it could be 
quasi comical, but still plenty of uh, good scares, plenty of gore to be had because yeah. there's plenty of blood in that film. Yeah. So. All right. Those are your six. Well, those are your te- those are your ten six IPs, four originals. Yes. Killed it. I love I it. Didn't I love say it. Too many. I love it. You didn't say too many. You said ten total. I only heard ten, so I don't know. Perfect. Uh, my last one, Pet Cemetery. Wow. What? <laughs> what? I knew you were gonna say that. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, no, I just think that house would work good. I think work think, good. Think, no, I think that movie would work good as a house because there's plenty of scares that you could like put down into a maze. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like with Pascal and walking through the uh, deadfall and going over into the Indian burial ground, and you know there could be scares in the houses. I think I think Pet Cemetery would uh, probably be a good house. You could probably even throw a cat scare in there if you really wanted to. I feel like Universal could make Just that happen. Just throwing a cat. <laughs> like, is that a live cat? No. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. Shh, it's fine. It's fine. He's an actor. It's fine. Nobody said cats. So yeah, that that would be my sixth one. Rounding out my ten. I did not say eleven like somebody else. So. Well, nobody did because what? So yeah, let us know what you know. I'd love to hear other people's like dream HHN would be. So. You know, maybe I'll do something on Facebook like, here's my dream HHN. What's yours? Listed in the comments. Pew, 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 pew. pew. So, yeah, that is our dream HHN. That, that is something that if all those came together, I, I'd probably just die. I wouldn't even be able to attend. So it would be worthless, essentially. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. That'll be a fun time. Yeah, I'm looking good. forward to that. Yeah, all right. Too. So that, that's our list. And uh, you've already done your tips and tricks. So now let's move on to the movies we've watched this week, which are directly correlated to the houses coming to HHN this year. We've watched three black and white classic monster movies, Ghostbusters and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So let's start with the first one we watched, which was Dracula from 1931. Who's starting? I'll talk about this one because I found this movie to be like it was it blew my mind how much i actually enjoyed this movie because i don't know you, you just like the, the, in the modern day of horror you need a certain standard to enjoy a film like you have you you have exactly you know what you like and you know what you want to see and you you know exactly what kind of outcome you want from a movie so with how I am with horror, I was like, I don't feel like I'm going to like these movies from the 30s. They're black and white. It's just not going to be good. Holy shit, Dracula was, I gave it like four out of five stars. It was so fucking good. There was no music, which I did not like. There was no score. So it was. If you say my trivia, I'll punch you. I'm not going to say your, I'm not going to say any trivia. I'm just saying there was no score. So it just kind of, it, that's the only really part it lacked in. But everything else was fantastic. And uh, the setup for this movie is it starts with a group of people in a carriage. They're heading somewhere into the mountains. One of the men was Reinfeld, right? Just make sure because we, yes, deb- we, we had a big they, debacle about this. Um, they changed it up in these movies. So, like, the characters aren't what their original names are from the books, or they, they're not doing the things they were doing in the books. Yeah, so like, then you're just like, wait, what the hell's happening? Yeah, there's two guys with the same names, but for some reason they swapped roles. That was a different yeah. film. That was in a different movie. No, this one, you... no, for this one, um, the character that went to meet Dracula in the film or in the book doesn't meet Dracula till far later. And That's then, what I just yeah. said. They had two characters that literally switched roles because from the book to the movie, Reinfield was the guy that didn't go see Dracula till later. And in the movie, he's the guy that goes to the castle. So 
they make a stop at like some town and one of the guys that was in the carriage is like yeah, I need to keep going. I need to go to Dracula's castle, and the dudes, the like the locals, like no, you shouldn't go there. There's there's like vampires there and shit. And the guy's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Let's go. So he goes to meet up with Dracula, and you know, of course, Dracula's a fucking strange guy. He's acting very odd. And meanwhile, Rhinefield's like, oh man, this place is great, man. Look at this fireplace. Oh, this this place is nothing fucking, weird. This here. place is so fucking cool. And then um, you know, Dracula gives him a drink. And Ryanfield's like, aren't you going to drink? And he's like, no. He's like, all right. So Ryanfield drinks it. You know, he fucking passes out because obviously there's something in the drink. And then it is it is very implied that Dracula bites his neck because you actually don't see anybody get bitten or get injured. It, it is all suggested. So that's also what I kind of liked about it. You didn't see anything happen. It would like you they would go to do it and they would like fade out and you're like, oh, I know what's fucking going on there. I love I like that. the number of times they referred to the bites on the neck as it wasn't like, oh, he bit her. Yeah. It was and she has two little holes on her neck. <laughs> that and was they're it. like, oh my god. And you don't see the holes, you don't see anything. They just keep that's talking it. about the two little holes. So that's your setup, basically. And then you have the next scene is Dracula in her coffin, and I believe Rhinefield is next to the coffin, or like next oh, to the little and he crate. All crazy. Yeah, and he's crazy as fuck. He's all wide-eyed, acting weird, and the boat's headed to London. And, you know, so that's that's the setup for your movie is Dracula in London. And I didn't realize that, you know, I've, I haven't really seen a lot of vampire movies, but I, I didn't realize that by biting someone, you're, you can control them. Like, he bites their neck and he basically has them in like a trance and he can make them do things and kind of control, like, you know, like. Well, that, he can, can put them in a trance regardless. Well, um, I know I was getting there. I, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know that he could do that because, yeah, like you said, later in the film, he kind of puts his hand up to someone like, you know, like this, like the you know, like force style from Star Wars and like just makes people do stuff. And I was like, I didn't know that that was a thing. I thought they just fed on people to get their blood to to live. I didn't know that there was this whole controlling mind shit. You know, like I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Don't watch a lot of vampire movies. So is there something you want to say? I mean, I can do the trivia part if you want. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just I was going to keep talking. No, go ahead. Oh, about Dracula, you know. Talk about him. Uh, let's see here. What else do I have? Yeah, like I said, all the movie in this, all, all the movie in this. God, Jesus Christ! All, all the movie in this. All film. All the horror in this is very suggested. You don't see anything happen. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna tell you what happens at the end because it's a hundred years old almost. And if you haven't seen it, eh, whatever. I mean, get to get it. Get to it. So yeah, ba- after that, the rest of the movie is just people trying to. It's like try- people trying to just get Dracula, right? Because he's flying around as a bat, <laughs> like fucking with people, and then it's just a matter of well, they're trying to stop him before he uh, turns Mina yeah. into a vampire too, um, because he's already been like sneaking in her room and stuff. He's already um, offed her BFF, and um, so he's really just trying to. They're just trying to get to him before it's too late, which I think is hilarious because. He also spends a large portion of the film going, I'm not a vampire, shows up to the house anyway. Like, I want to make it super easy for you to find me. I'm just going to keep showing up I'm to your right house. I'm just right here. And I think one, I think my favorite part from that movie, and it was really cool how they did it, They, uh, the, Dracula was talking to another man, and a third party in the room sees the conversation happening in a, like on the lid of a cigar box in the mirror, and he doesn't see Dracula. And he looks over, and Dra- you know, Dracula's there, and then he looks back, and he's gone. And I thought that was a really, for the 1931, 
it's a simple camera trick, obviously. You know, you just shoot it without him there and then shoot him there. But I just thought that was very well done. And then he's like, wait a second. You know, you vampires can't see the reflection. So they obviously they find out, you know, oh, he's, he's a fucking vampire. We, we should probably go kill him. And then they just stake him right in the chest in his coffin. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Because you, you kind of see that. You see them put the stake in and then them kind of pounding down on it. Let me not hit my mic real quick. And then that's really the only horror that you see from that movie is Dracula being impaled at the stake and then kind of just ends. Movies from the 30s kind of just, they get to a climax. You know, they and then kinda, it's over. Yeah, and then it's kind of just over. So, you know, but it had such a charm to it. And uh, Bela Lugosi is just fucking phenomenal in that movie with that brooding stare he had when they had the pencil lights in his eyes and he would just be like looking with his eyebrow up. I was like, ah, I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I don't like you at all. So... Surprisingly, I was floored by this movie. Like I said, four and a half or four stars out of five. Uh, I fucking was entranced by this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. No giggles there from anybody. Great. Nope. So yeah, that was Dracula from 1931. It's pretty. It was like like it's an hour and ten minutes. There's really not much to review, but I know you have some cool trivia that I want to hear again. Yeah. So um, this movie did not have a score because. At the time, uh, the talkies were still new. So, you know, people actually saying words in film, still a very new concept. <laughs> and they thought that if they had music playing, but you could not see any instruments on screen, there was no logical reason for you to hear music, that people would not understand why that was happening, Isn't and it would confuse them. That's and, fucking um, crazy. So really, you only hear music, I think, at two points in the film, and it's like when they're at an opera. Yeah, when they're because actually, yeah. there's music at an opera, and I think someone plays a musical instrument at some point, um, yeah, something earlier in the film. Um, but yeah, no but score other than that, at all. Yeah, it's so just weird. silence, which is super weird because like anytime someone's not talking and they're just kind of looking at each other, like, well, this is awkward. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, okay, where's the suspense? Where's the where's the build up to the you know the drama? Well, it's, it's funny because, like, they also did other things in that film where, like, they talked about how you'd hear wolves howling and they'd say, oh, um, sometimes the vampire will take the shape of a wolf, which you did not know. Yeah, I didn't know and that either. I was like, oh, Yeah, okay. the, the vampire lore is ridiculous. I mean, they can turn into fog. Um, they can turn into werewolves. Bats. Or not werewolves, but just wolves. Yeah, wolves. Sorry. Um, bats, people. They just, like, they've got a very odd lore um behind them and frankenstein lore we are struggling today with the uh, words i apologize dracula um has so much that happens to that character and it's funny because the more modern the film the more twisted the interpretation so you really have no idea what you're getting into um like the bram stoker's dracula the the one with keanu reeves um, Everyone's. I haven't seen that one, but it, people say it it's sucks. good. Okay, well I'll have um, to watch it for myself. It's it's a lot. You also said that this Dracula sucked, and this no, fucking this and Dra I said it was hokey. It's, it's um, so good. Well, I'm getting to why it's hokey. Okay, because they say things like, "Oh, what's that wolf running across the way out the window?" And they just kind of point out the window, and then they you see them, but. You don't actually see a wolf. You just see them pointing out a window and it's describing the. It's 1931. But I know. I just always thought that was funny that they never actually showed the wolf, but they'd point about it and talk about it several times, which you never once saw a wolf. And then the bat was literally like they still have them today. It's a bat on a bungee string that they're just like <laughs> bouncing up and down. And um, 
Holy shit. So I always thought that was super funny because they were like, um, look, a bat. And it always stays right outside the window because they can't really make it fly anywhere. They can basically make it flap its wings and call that's it a day. It. And that's that's why I, I found it um, to be silly. But like, I mean, for its time, yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. But... It's just silly. Like I, some I of the stuff that they it. had to do to like get the film to work was was amusing for me. You wanna know what the you know you wanna know what the budget on this was it was? Oh ten dollars. Jesus, no. I don't know how accurate this is. It says three hundred and fifty five thousand dollars, but I, I think that's adjusting for inflation because there's no way a movie from the thirties cost that much. I don't even think they had that much money back then. In the in America? Yeah, like I don't even think so. So I, I I'm assuming that's probably estimated to today's you know, equivalent of money. So well, that would be like getting a multi-million dollar budget on a film today. So no, that would probably be right. Jeez. That's crazy. All right, you got any more fun trivia? No. I have one bit of fun trivia. This came out on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1931. Love's in the air. Well, and it's funny because the next movie, the next movie we're going to talk about, Frankenstein, actually had a score. It's from the same year. But, but then they felt like people could handle it without their I minds guess. exploding. Yeah, because this was February 14th, 1931 when it was released. And then Frankenstein was November, I think it was November 26th of 1931. So I guess in that, you know, eight months, they were like, you know what this needs? Music. <laughs> so do you want to talk about that? I mean, I, yeah, want, I want well, to I talk want about you, Frankenstein. Okay, because I wanted you to talk about Wolfman because I didn't really, eh, that, was, that was okay. Yeah, well, we both have a lackluster opinion on that film. I want to talk about Frankenstein. I guess you're going to talk. So you're going to talk about three movies in a row then? No, you talked about Dracula. I'm going to talk about Frankenstein. You talk about Wolfman. Talk I'm about, talking about Ghostbusters. Wanna, exactly. I don't want to talk about Wolfman. Okay, we'll both talk about Wolfman <sighs> and how much we really didn't care. All right, fine. Um, okay. <laughs> I really appreciate the IMDb uh, summary for Frankenstein because it actually sums it up in one sentence. Oh, Pretty, hit me. Hit me. Yeah. An obsessed scientist assembles a living being from parts of an exhumed uh, of exhumed corpses. That's li- that's pretty that's much the entire film. I mean, it really is, yeah. In a sentence, that's it. And it took them an hour and ten minutes to get through that much story—a sentence worth of story. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, really <laughs> liked Frankenstein a lot. Um, Boris Karloff was excellent um, for not having any speaking lines. He showed an excellent range of emotion. And what I actually got from this film is. What's confusing is Igor is named Fritz in this um, because, you know, he's usually known as Igor in every other interpretation. But Fritz is a dick. He is a fucking piece of shit. This poor bastard, like Frankenstein's monster, you know, the the poor monster, like brought to life, didn't ask to be brought to life, but he was brought to life. And he makes it very clear immediately he does not like fire. That is his least favorite thing, 100% Which is just hate. being smart, you know. Like that's I just... mean, yeah, safety first, no fire. <laughs> fire bad. Um, and Fritz, this fucker, basically just chases him around with fire. Yeah, just like, but, like Just like, get the fire away from him. Wave it in his face? Yeah. And that's all he does. And then like whips him and shit. And you're like, what? Did the monster do to you yeah. that you have to be this big of an asshole? That's what killed me is when he's waving the thing in his fla- his face and just like has has a bowl whip that he's like throwing at his toes. Like, dude, what the hell? So he's gonna do what anything would do and that's fight back. Exactly. Like- and so I really liked Frankenstein because basically, yeah, it's an obsessed scientist. He manages to make the creation, which actually happens pretty early in the film, it really while does. while his fiance and his supposed BFF. 
and his mentor all come to have an intervention. So they actually get to sit and watch that happen, um, which I did not expect them to do because I believe that happened in secret in the book. Um, and then they're like, things kind of go awry with the monster. He gets a little pissed, um, probably has to do with Fritz like Being abusing the dick. shit out of him because he was totally chill up till Fritz started beating him. So really, not the monster's fault. Fuck Fritz. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. If he wasn't so, there, then I feel like the monster wouldn't have done no, what he did. No, because like when he when they like take him out the first time, they get him to sit in a chair, and then they show him light, and he's like, "Ooh, shiny light." Ooh, yeah. And um, well, actually, the actress, um, the main actress in this was like, uh, talked about how much she liked that scene because it, she felt it was like kind of like him experiencing God, basically, because he didn't really know what light was. It was his first experience, and he's reaching up towards the heavens and stuff. And right, right, right. It's beautiful symbolism. Yeah. And um, so, like, he's totally chill. And then Fritz comes into the picture, and then suddenly he's very angry. And they kind of insinuate that this is because um, Fritz got an abnormal brain. They got the brain of a criminal, and he wasn't supposed to. And the uh, when the professor tells Frankenstein that he got a criminal brain instead. He's like, no, we got a regular brain. He's like, no, you got a criminal brain. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, the other one was smashed on the floor. And Dr. Frankenstein's like, hmm, yeah. I like when he used to basically like shrug. It's fine. It's fine. It's and then, probably fine. And then everything happens. That happens in this movie with Which Frankenstein. Which was not going. his fault, though. Yeah. Honestly, they literally never once showed any indication that his jacked up brain was to cause for his no. behavior. It because was fucking Fritz. Yeah, because there's the, there's a point where he um, meets a little girl because he escapes oh because my God. because they take Frankenstein away and Frankenstein's like ah now that you've gotten me out of my hole where I've been making weird science um, yeah I'm totally cool with us getting married now and forgetting I ever made a monster that's trapped somewhere over there and we're gonna just pretend like I didn't do that even right. though he's still alive. Um, the monster breaks out and. He meets a little girl who's throwing flowers in the uh, water to like make make boats out of them. She calls them. She's basically just throwing flowers on the water so they'll float and they'll be pretty. Well, she gives him some flowers. He runs out of flowers and he's like, "What else can I throw in this water?" Oh, the child. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say something on this. Go ahead. Okay. Um. And that's basically the only other bad thing he does because he doesn't understand. Is literally a mix-up. That was, okay, because that's when I remember looking at you when he escaped and was just kind of like frolicking around and found the girl, and he started throwing the stuff in there. I, I looked at you and said, yeah, this movie's losing me. And you looked back and you're like, just wait. Uh, okay, yeah. Then like you said, picks a girl up, throws her in the water, she can't swim and drowns, and then he runs away, and I'm like, I'm back in. <laughs> I am back in, because that was, I did not expect that from a, 1931 movie. Wow. Well, I love that when this, um, when they were filming this, um, they were worried about Boris Karloff freaking the little girl out with her makeup um, when they were driving to set. But when she saw him, she ran up to him immediately and was like, can I ride in the car with you? And he said, of course <laughs> uh, you can, dear. <laughs> and she loved him. Um, she actually makes an appearance, the actress does, as another character in The Bride of Frankenstein. And um, like I said, I, I really thought they did a good job with this. I really feel like everybody in the film did that monster dirty because yeah. he did not deserve 
getting burned alive. Literally, he the one thing he doesn't like is fire, and they're like, let's get up in his shit with fire. Well, that's what was fucking crazy about that movie, because up until the ending, it was at about like a four for me. You know, I was like, okay, this is a fantastic movie, especially just the whole scene with uh, them lifting the monster up in his laboratory. Like, that, you know, for the 40s or the 30s, that is a crazy thing to do. But once the, you know, the little girl, her dad finds her and then goes into town, and then they go after the monster, and that whole scene with them lighting it on fire, and then Frankenstein falling onto the windmill, that fucking blew me away. I was like four and a half stars, fucking masterpiece. I don't know how you did that in the forties or the thirties. God damn it. Yeah, it was thirty-one. Thirty-one. I, sorry, Wolfman's forty-one. I keep getting thrown off, but yeah, what they the ending to that movie just blew me away. Yeah, it really came amazing. came around, and I like I honestly I don't know how anyone sees that and feels like. The irony is the people are the monsters. Like, I don't know how you can't see that film and not feel for the monster because, like, clearly he didn't even get a chance before they um, fucked him up. So, and yeah, that's that's and I again, I looked at you at the movie. I was like, oh, poor Frank or poor, poor Frankenstein's monster. Like, he didn't do anything. You really feel so. It's like you get a mix of emotions, you get a mix of like feeling sad for the guy, and then you get that horror element of seeing him fall off the fucking windmill. And you're like, ah, oh, all my emotions. I can't. Like, you know, what's what really funny fuck? though is like all the trivia I've read on this basically says Boris Karloff was a sweet guy, like, um. The woman who played the main the main actress in the film who played Elizabeth, um, when he had to attack her and everything, um, she was worried she'd get too scared because it was the 30s and this was the height of fear. Right. Um, and he was like, uh, you know, what I'll do is I'll wiggle my pinky off screen and when you get too scared, you'll see my pinky wiggling and you'll know it's just your friend Boris. Wow. I was like. That is fucking precious. God damn Like Boris. he was so nice to like the little girl and to the actress. Like complete opposite of uh, Lon Chaney Jr. and the Wolfman. Oh which my we'll god! Get to. But yeah, I just love that. Um, you're supposed to be rooting for the other characters. I'm like, I'm kind of rooting for the monster to get away because you guys suck. Yeah, you guys are the worst. I, I would love to see a movie of the monster just living his normal life, his and living his best life. That's why I like later interpretations of the film where they don't just murder the crap out of him. Like young Frankenstein, he gets to live. <laughs> well, spoilers. By the way, he, uh, spoilers for young Frankenstein. Wow. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Love it. Been a minute. So, yeah, I, I when we, we, so yeah, we watched Dracula. I think we watched Wolfman and then Frankenstein. But I was just, I was just doing these in, in chronological order of, you know, year. And... Frankenstein for the classic monsters of the three that we watched was 100% my favorite. I thought for its time it was uh, like if I was in the 30s watching that for the first time, dude, my head probably would have exploded because that like today I, my head almost exploded in this day and age. I thought that movie was fantastic. Then Dracula would be my next favorite. Let me get to Wolfman. Not that it was a bad movie by any means. It just I don't know. It just uh, I thought it was great. The characters rubbed me the wrong way. Exactly. Like um. Do you, do no. you want to read the blurb or do you want me to? What blurb? The basic. Uh, oh, the basic premise. Set, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the the gist of this movie is is a a practical man returns to his homeland, is attacked by a creature of folklore, and infected with a horrible disease. His disciplined mind tells him cannot possibly exist. So, you know, lycanthropy. 
the yeah, and that's funny because that's exactly how the the movie starts. The movie just starts with a just definition of what is it? Is it li- lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy or werewolfisms or whatever it was. Um, you know, because it's the fucking forties and nobody knew what that was then. I'm sure that that's why they had to start it with that definition. By the way, this is what this means because this is probably the first werewolf movie to ever exist. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you a little uh, you know, stuff stuff to go on. Um. Go ahead. Oh, no, oh. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I honestly, if this movie came out today, problematic. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have Literally, sat well with a lot of people. No, because first off, and there's some a lot of leaps and bounds happening. I don't care if it's the 40s. You guys just were like, we're going to just go with it like this would make sense. The guy comes home on the same day a telescope is being discovered at, or being delivered, and he's like, "Oh, I just happen to have worked on telescopes." They're like, "Oh, do you like stargaze?" He goes, "No, I just happened to do some handiwork on those." Of course, you fucking do on the day that the telescope was delivered, and while he's setting it up, he literally takes that opportunity to stare at a woman in her window and watch her put on her earrings. You're like, "Well, that's creepy." And I'm and I'm looking at this because she goes to like. I thought she was going to go unbutton her shirt. And I'm like, this is the 40s. There's no way that's going to happen. And then, no, yeah, she was just like adjusting her necklace. I was like, okay. But then. (laughs) There's no way. To make it even creepier, he goes to the store she works in and says he wants a pair of earrings to purchase. And she's like, okay, these are the ones we have. He goes, no, I want this incredibly specific description. And and she's like, we don't sell those. He goes, you have them in your bedroom. Like, Like, red flags everywhere. So first off, you're creeping on her peeping, second peeping tom you're peeping tommy peeping tom and second you're like telling her that you're doing that but then he like tries to convince her that he um psychically knows this he's like oh i I'm just have i just happen to know everything about a pretty woman when i meet her and then Suspicious. he basically like tricks her he basically gets her to go on a date by harassing her that he's going to uh, he will tell her why he knows what those earrings are in her bedroom if she goes on a date. Another red flag. I just think it's hilarious that, you know, it's, I'm a psychic. She's like, oh, okay, because it's the fucking 40s and nobody knows better. Like, Well, she was like, that seems weird. But, but all right. And he goes, maybe if you go out with me tonight. She's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I won't tell you unless you do. I'll see you at eight. And she's like, no. And then she, like the next scene is her standing outside her door waiting yeah, for him. And you're like, what? Super, super weird. So, And then he basically gaslights her to make her think she's crazy. And then he tells her that he's been staring at her through her window. And she's like, well, that's creepy. And I have a fiance. He goes, oh, it wasn't un- intentional. I just happened to see you and then get real weird with it. And, <laughs> I just uh, happened to point my telescope in the, like, the direct you know, direct, direct, direct. God, I'm done speaking today. And then I I'm used done. what I knew from seeing you in the telescope to get your attention and to make you uncomfortable. Also, I'm going to kiss you anyway. Basically. Good luck, everybody. This guy is a Me Too movement waiting to happen. Hashtag Me Too. Yeah, like, seriously, he just gets all up in her business and she's literally like, no, this isn't a good idea. And he's still like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it. And, um, <laughs> Which is fine because his par- apparently his personality much matches that of the actor who played him. Uh, yeah, because apparently he was a fucking giant chode, fucking asshole. 
just like a being a complete dick on set and ruining sets and getting drunk and being belligerent and just. Well, he got drunk on, at the studio and vandalized the studio. There it is, so yeah. they gave his dressing room to the actress to punish him. You know, it's back when studios owned the actors, and um, so he didn't like her. Because of that, I guess, or just happened to coincide. So he used to scare the shit out of her while he was in full makeup to amuse himself. Like he was a real dick for no yeah, reason. So that's a good time. And this was like what we're just talking about. That's like the first 15 or 20 minutes of the movie. We haven't even gotten to when he goes they are on the walk and they and they find this like fortune teller, which by the way, Bella Lugosi. Thought that was kind of cool. He shows up with this wild hair and looks totally different than he did in Dracula. And uh they it's 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 um fuck, what's the main guy's name? The main Larry. Uh, yeah, Larry. Larry and by the way, he played that same character in six films. Which is way too much. Giant dick. Him, the lady he was spying on, and they she brings a friend who all have their fortunes read. And uh actually no, it's just the it's just the friend that has her like her palm read. And Bella Lugosi sees like this, it's like like a it's star, a pentagram. Yeah, pentagram. And he's like, No, 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 no. You have to leave. Come back tomorrow so I can read read like tell you what's happening. Like, that's suspicious. Go ahead. Well, because um they actually mentioned earlier in the film that because everyone apparently knows the exact same poem about werewolves because you hear it five or six times before you, this scene. And they mentioned that the werewolf uh, will see the pentagram in the hand of his next victim. And then Bella Lugosi sees a pentagram in her hand. Perfect. Continue. Uh, yeah, so he tells her to come back tomorrow. For some reason, she flees. And then as she flees, we hear a, a, a giant scream. And then you see a dog just fucking going nuts on her, like, face parts. And then the friend, uh, uh, Larry, and the, the, the lady friend, I think, the lady he's We're stalking. Just, what do you wanna, uh, what do we want to call her? Like, well, her <laughs> name in the film is, oh, wow, she's Gwen. Gwen, there we go. Uh, so, yeah. They run over to try to get the, the dog or wolf off of her. They manage to pull it off of her, and then it bites Larry in the neck. But the friend, sadly, does not make it. She she Yeah, did. well, she would come bitchy anyway. Yeah. I mean, rightly so, because he was definitely creeping on her friend, and she was like, mm, I don't really like you. I'm not down with that. And then, you know, the next day, Larry wakes up, but the bites are gone. And everyone's kind of suspicious of that. Like you're saying, you got bit by something. Did you? What did? What happened? Who did you kill? They're like, I killed a dog or a wolf. And they're like, I don't no, know. No, you killed the. You, you killed, killed Bella Lugosi. Yeah, Bella Lugosi. Specifically, they yeah. say Bella Lugosi, not the name of the character. Um, and then he goes back to the gypsy at one point, and she's like, Wait, who did you kill? And then wait, oh, you don't have marks. Oh, great. So yeah, that was a werewolf essentially, and. Uh, you, since you survived the bite, you're going to turn into a werewolf. Now, let me give you this charm to try and protect you. And then he promptly gives it away to I love that she's girl like, he's spying on. This will save you from the curse. Definitely, definitely give it to someone else who's not currently in the midst of being cursed. Yeah. And then fucking just gives it to someone else. Gives it to the lady and's like, I don't need this. This will be for you. You need to be protected. Like, no, fam. Which is about when she's like, I'm engaged. No, and no. He's, and she's like, I don't um, take gifts without uh, giving something in return. And she's like, how about a penny? And he's like, how about I forcibly make out with you instead? <laughs> oh, that's good times. So yeah, then the the, uh, the rest of the movie is uh, Larry becoming the Wolfman, struggling with the fact that he is becoming the Wolfman, trying to tell people that he's the Wolfman, nobody believing him because that can't possibly be true. And then... Um, you know, because they, they, they think he's under a spell from the gypsy 
Which, no, he's he's really just the fucking wolf man. Yeah, because he um ba- they literally tie him to a chair at one point. And they're like, oh, if he stays tied to the chair all night, he'll finally believe he's not the werewolf, and it'll be fine. And he's like, I really think this is a bad idea. This and they're is like, terrible. We're leaving. Bye. Bye. Uh, I don't remember exactly how the movie ended. Uh, my notes ended there, but uh, I accidentally tuned out for the last ten minutes yeah. of the film entirely because um so I know perfect. I know he got a bear trap to the foot. Oh yeah. And I know he didn't make it. Yeah, I remember, yeah, because I remember, I think they killed him too, kind of like Dracula, kind of anticlimactic, and then it was just kind of over. But this one did have a score, and it did bring a whole new element, because we watched Dracula first and then Wolfman. So watching those two kind of back-to-back, it, it brought you a whole new element with the music. And the score was fantastic, honestly. I, I thought the score was great for the 40s. Like, it just kind of, you know, it was good. But this one just... It just didn't hit me like the other two did, so I gave it a three and a half. That's because it was problematic. Yeah. Like, literally, any of that would not be cool in a film today. People would have watched that and gone, who the hell cleared this? This guy is such a predator. And that's why I liked Frankenstein so much more, because I feel like the story was more clearly developed. I mean, yeah, they were all jackasses, but they also wrapped up the film. Yeah. Which they did not do in any of the other ones. Basically, like, oh, is the bad guy dead? Done. That's it. And they're like, oh, <laughs> his heart stopped beating the end. That's it. Like, we, we don't need to get into anything else. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely not my favorite of the three, but still, still good. Still good. I still I enjoyed mean, it. It just, yeah, it was just kind of like, I didn't like the whole creep factor. Like, dude, you need to reel your shit in and stop being such a fucking weirdo, please. So, yeah, because, uh, I, I would have had some words like, how about you back off? And oh, oh, remember the part where she found where he told her about the telescope? And she's like, oh, I'll have to close my blinds from now on. And oh, he yeah. was like, don't do that. And she goes, she's basically like, uh, what? And he's like, oh, you know what I mean? She's like, yes, I do. And like, no, nobody knows what you no fucking mean because that's really creepy. Because I just happened to see you and I just happened to want you to keep your blinds open at all times so I can keep seeing you naked. <laughs> It was it was just so creepy. It was like, don't do that. Like, um, bitch, what? Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, problematic. It it should have just been oh, called show. the problematic, not the Wolfman. So, anyways, on to more recent things because, like I said, Dracula, nineteen thirty one. Frankenstein, nineteen thirty one. Wolfman, nineteen forty one. All under an hour and fifteen minutes. So they just kind of flew right by. Holy shit! Don't hold it in anymore. Who you gonna call? Okay, so we're gonna talk about Ghostbusters. You're not gonna say Ghostbusters? Like, what the Ghostbusters! Ah! Enjoy that in your ear holes. In your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Dracula. (laughs) That almost worked. Okay. (laughs) Ghostbusters. You know them. You love them. You can't wait to get into the house and smell burning marshmallows. I swear to God, there should be a roasted marshmallow scent. I really want that. Settle down. Oh, crap. We didn't actually talk about what we wanted to see in the other houses. In that house. Well, I, I mean, there's I, really not for those uh, movies. Yeah, I, d- I didn't. I didn't really write anything down for those. I because think there's going to be some fog. I didn't really write anything down because I don't know what. I don't know if they're doing the OGs or if they're doing newer adaptations. I have. I, I don't know. So I didn't write anything down because I don't know. Are they going to do the house in black and white? I don't know. Um, I honestly, that was, would be hilarious. That was a, that was a, yeah, I didn't say anything. I was like, did you catch no, what I, I just said? I think it'll said? be a lot of um, like abandoned like 
castles and woods and well, yeah, fog. There's going to be fog everywhere. Because the sets for these movies, especially Dracula and Frankenstein, they were fucking massive. Like, just really huge tall. Ca- like, were they sets? I mean, or were they? They were. Uh, those were sets? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was universal. So I get just, they're just massive sets. I just, it's crazy for something almost 100 years old to have shit. Like, anyways, back to Ghostbusters. Sorry, got got derailed there. So go ahead. Ghostbusters. Okay, so. Shut it. Okay, so three men who used to be professors at a university um, teaching parapsychology um, finally experienced their first actual apparition. You're welcome. Um, and they get fired from the university, and then they decide to start their own paranormal company and um, or a ghost removal services, I guess what you'd call that. Uh, and now that they're in business, there's a huge uptick in the number of events happening. They um, meet Sigourney Weaver's character, Dana Barrett. No Dana. Shut it. Um, who experiences a paranormal event in her kitchen and, oddly enough, her refrigerator. Okay, that was an awesome scene, it, No, it's, I, It was so cool. You don't have to sell me on Ghostbusters. Love well, it. Well, I'm telling you my opinion for it, because this is like the second time I've seen it. You know, just the whole egg-popping scene and her opening the fridge with, like, all the clouds and zoo. I was like, ah, holy shit. What's in your fridge, bro? Yeah, so basically, um, what? Stop saying basically. Every two seconds. Stop interrupting me I'm every sorry. two seconds. Fair enough. Fine. 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 So basically, oh you're my welcome. god, that was for you. stabbing you in the face. So anyway, <laughs> I don't even know where I was. After the fridge, Zool, Dana. They go to investigate what's going on with her, and when the uptick gets really out of hand, they. And they start to get really popular and really famous. It was a, um, where, what's the company, the guys from the ecological? EPA. Um, the EPA. Yep. The guy from the EPA. Um, who honestly, I, I've, I think it's funny. He's portrayed as a villain and really he's like doing his job. It's like Doing due diligence, you basically, know. Basically, sorry for doing my job while Bill Murray is an asshole to me. Let's all side with Bill Murray. Okay, but the comedy was great. I mean, movie. no, it's hilarious. Fantastic. But also at the same time, you're like, I kind of feel bad for this bro because he's literally just doing what he's supposed just to. Just trying to get my paycheck, please. Yeah, he's literally just making sure that no one's getting swindled and no one's getting poisoned. God, for, God forbid he makes sure that no one's getting cancer from these <laughs> ghosts, okay? And... So they, he comes and tries to talk to them about it. Bill Murray's uh, like their containment system, and Bill Murray's kind of a dick to him about it. So they're kind of dicks to each other, and uh, he just a real sausage fest. It's a sausage fest. <laughs> and then he comes back later with a warrant to forcibly come in and shut down the containment unit, and then shit gets crazy. Yeah. Um, because then all the ghosts are released, and then mass that's hysteria. the- b- Mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> I said that backwards. That's fine. Um, and it's funny because uh, part of them catching more ghosts has to do with the fact that this ancient god is trying to come back, and- the portal happens to be in the uh, roof of the apartment building that Sigourney Weaver lives in, which is why she was experiencing things. And then she gets um, turned into a dog, and so does Rick Moranis. Yeah. 
That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. That whole scene was great. Just, oh, they're doing this. All right, you're fucking going for it, man. All right. Yeah, so they're the gatekeeper and the key master, Vince Clortho and Zool. Um, fun fact. Arja. Wait, they turned in? Wait, what? Yeah, they turned into the dogs. Basically, oh. like, the dogs came and got them and then turned them into the dogs. I must have missed that part. Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry. It's awkward. It's awkward. Um, basically, the dogs put their spirits into them, and then when they went up on the rooftop and they did the whole electrocution thing, then Don't they became the Don't cross the, the streams. Dogs. But wait, not just kidding. Not that. I'm talking about no. when they opened the gate because it was like a tri. It was like a triangle. Not not like a circle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then the Ghostbusters have to come and save the day after getting arrested because it's their fault that all the ghosts got out. They're like, well, they were contained. Yeah, it's so funny because the guy from the EPA blames it all on them. And Bill Murray's like, I fucking told you to not open the fucking containment field. We've just like that. Just the same words, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's PG. That was weird. It was re- no, it's PG-13. Oh, no, it is PG. Sorry. Yes, yeah, it's before PG-13. Yeah. And... Ghostbusters got to save the day by crossing their streams. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, Cast alone is amazing. I mean, you've got Bill Murray. You've got Dan Aykroyd. You've got Ernie Hudson. You've got the other Ghostbuster uh, that I don't know his fucking name. Dana. Harold Ramis. Harold. Wow. I was about to say Dana Gould. That is not correct. And you've got Rick Moranis in there playing this kind of skeevy little guy trying to hit on Sigourney Weaver like all the time. Just an absolute dork. Oh, he's such a dork, but he's so funny in that movie. And, you know, Sigourney Weaver towers over him like probably by about a foot and a half. He's like, okay, cool. You know, if you want to come by the party, it's fine. Blah blah. blah. It's just Rick Moranis was was hilarious in that movie. I thought I thought it was great. Great practical effects uh, for the most part, except for some of the Zool scenes where the you know the the dog was you know leaping. Yeah, that just... was Vince Clortho. Okay, whatever. The fuck? Wh- who the fuck is Zool then? Okay, Sigourney Weaver is Zool. Becomes Zool. Yeah. Rick Moranis becomes Vince Clortho. Whatever the fucking dog thing. You're welcome. Whatever. The f- I don't like whatever the, the the scenes with the dogs and the horns when they were leaping around, really bad. I, I mean, mean like, for the time they were good. Well, yeah, okay, but I've seen plenty of stuff from the eighties that still holds up. A lot of the stuff did hold up, but those dog scenes were really hard to watch. Just well, like, oh, especially man. at that time, though, what they were trying to do was a big leap. Yeah. Um, effects wise. No, so, I know. Yeah, you know, like well, they can do a lot of stuff with like screening over the dog running through traffic is a little bit harder. Well, they were coming. You know, you're coming because this was '84, so you're coming out of the '70s with all practical effects, going into the '80s, and they're, they, that's literally when they were transitioning to try and do more stuff not practical. But everything else was great. Yeah, I like, really liked everything else, uh, especially the gratuitous ghost sex scene with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Like, yeah, that almost oh, went on for longer oh than it needed God. to, and then they cut Whoa. that scene. So some things I think that we're going to see in the house. Obviously, we're going to see some form of the library with, hopefully, with the uh, the ghostly the lady. librarian. The, what a, oh, my God. Why are you such a jerk to me? <laughs> hopefully, with her in there, I feel like we're probably going to see Dana's kitchen in some capacity, maybe with the eggs or something, you know, you know, maybe with probably her. Probably held on to the one from Poltergeist. Maybe, yeah. Maybe use the same scene. And uh, obviously, we're going to see the hotel because there is actually a leaked photo from HHN showing the hotel hallway and the Slimer at the end. So that'll be a cool scene. I feel like we're going to see the ballroom at some point, maybe Zool behind that door or uh yeah, when she when she grabs when she gets Sigourney Weaver, you know the door pops open and Zool is right there. 
waiting oh, to grab her. Fun. Like having her, I don't know how they would do it, but you know, I feel like Zool's, Zool is obviously going to be there in some capacity. I keep saying Zool 20 because that's the name of our dog. Every time I said it last night or when we were watching Ghostbusters, she kept looking at me like, what the fuck do you want, dude? Yes, I did name my dog after the Ghostbusters yes. movie. So maybe the top of the hotel too with the proton packs. I don't know. Don't cross the street. I don't know. I feel like we're going to see a lot of fun stuff. I, I'm hoping that giant marshmallow fluff dude I don't know if he has a name. Sorry, I'm. I've like, I the went, stay puffed marshmallow man. Go. I'm hoping we see him in some capacity. I don't know how they would do that, but I mean, he is on the promotional poster for HHN, so I feel like you can't just put that on there and then not follow through with that shit. I mean, honestly, they could do a thing where you um, like it could look like you're on the roof and That's you could see yeah. him from the side, just like, like the a top giant of the head. head. That would be fucking sweet. I'm hoping they do something like it that. It better smell like marshmallow somewhere in that house, though. Okay, seriously, okay. if it I've doesn't, I'll really strongly. Th- and I feel this. like they're gonna do like a mar- like a like Ooh. themed drinks too, like a marshmallow s'more drink because they did that. Is that 27? That was last year. That was last year. Yeah, they did like those flavored drinks. So they might do something like that. You I'm know. upset that there wasn't cotton candy on sale last year because of Killer, Killer Clowns. Clowns. There should be this year. There, I'm hoping there will be this what year. Cotton candy. And speaking of Killer Clowns, is there anything else you want to say on Ghostbusters? Any fun facts? Anything before we move on to my favorite movie? One of my favorite movies of all time. No, um, I like to say, uh, screw the haters. Can't wait for Ghostbusters I, house. Yeah, like, I'm I, like, I'm so pumped about this. Especially for, because like, I know I saw the movie when I was a kid. I, I, I've seen it like a handful of times. I just don't really remember it. So this was the first time for as an adult that I watched it. And I really enjoyed the movie. And fuck yeah, I'm even after watching the movie, I'm like, this is going to be a good house. Well, you know that they hold a special Oh yeah, I know because you you loved Ghostbusters. Well, no, it's because my my grandmother got me the the movies when I was nine on DVD, and that was a big deal because I didn't think she liked those. <laughs> um, and then she got them for me, and I was like, "Cool, Ghostbusters!" And then that's why I love them because I hadn't really seen them before, and then she got them for me when I was a kid, and I absolutely loved them. Yeah. So you right. know, big deal. Big deal. By All the right. way, um, side note. I am looking forward to the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, because it's, well, it's going to have all the original cast and Paul Rudd is joining. And Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace. Um, I she's said all this on the, the other episode, but you, would, you don't fucking listen to the podcast, so you wouldn't know. I said this all in the news earlier. I can't help that I don't like the God. sound of my own voice. You got to get over that shit, because like you are you are a host on this show, and you don't even fucking listen to it, and that's terrible. I listen to it while we're recording For it. shame. For shame. So yeah, Ghostbusters 1984, uh, PG, hour 45 minutes. It's not streaming anywhere, and and neither are the other three movies that we reviewed. They're not streaming anywhere. I'm sorry. I had to buy like the six-pack off Amazon. I did get that for like 23 bucks. It comes with six movies, six classic monster movies, and uh, it wasn't that expensive. And Ghostbusters, we got Ghostbusters 1 and 2 in this really cool bundle pack for like $12 on Amazon. Oh, yeah, and they had like um, stories about yeah. the characters and it's the casting really cool yeah. and some um, storyboarding art. It was really neat. I know Ghostbusters was on Netflix for a while, but I believe, you know, obviously they took it off. So that's why I had to buy it, but I didn't really care. You had, I know you have them on DVD, but I was like, yeah, we'll get them on Blu-ray. It's fucking $12. So uh, let's move on to the last movie real quick because we are, we are getting long on time here. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. Put it back. Put back. What? Put what back? The song. You keep singing the song. I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It is the most simple premise ever. A giant flying saw, or like looks like a meteor or something, comes crashing down into the small town. Uh, a man goes to investigate. He sees a giant circus tent, and boom, you have killer clowns from outer space terrorizing a town. I mean, that's it. That's your fucking setup. It is this most simplistic setup of all time. What I think is funny about that is the first two times I watched it, I don't know how, but I fell asleep in the middle of it twice. And I, like, I, 
when I actually sat through the whole thing, I was like, I don't know how I kept falling asleep through this. Yeah, I love this movie. It's it's an hour and twenty eight minutes. It's hilarious. It's and it doesn't really have gore or anything. There's not like really blood, but it is pretty creepy because those clowns will murder the shit out of you and drink you out of your cotton candy sacks. Terrifying. It terrifying. Just sounds so weird. It does sound super weird. Uh, you know, it's a, so you have a bunch of teens at like this makeout point, and you know they're all getting into shenanigans. Um, two of them do go to investigate with the old man because the old man goes to investigate with his dog. I believe the clowns steal his dog. Yes, with a giant net. Yeah, the gi- that's right. They poke out the side of the tent and scoop him with the net. Pooh bear. Gu- the Pooh bear. He gets upset, and then uh, you know, obviously, a clown comes out. Shoots his, like, laser fucking whatever you want to call it at him. Twirls him up into cotton candy, and then the old man's gone. But uh, two teens see it, and they go to investigate. And I know we're going to see this. I'm hoping you walk through the tent in HHN. You walk through the tent and see all the crazy colors and all the different hallways and stuff like that. Because they go into this tent, and it's fucking massive. There's, like, all these different doorways. And they go through one doorway that, like, has this drop down of, like, hundreds of feet. And I'm just like, I I don't know how that... That works. Magic? Space magic? I mean, there was a big hole in the ground, if you recall. Yeah, I guess. I guess they landed and just dropped. But anyways, so they're going through, and they they see, at one point, they go into this cotton candy room where there's all these cotton candy sacks hanging, and they see a clown come in. He puts a straw on there and starts drinking it. Of course, they freak out and try to leave. The clowns chase them with their popcorn guns, which is fucking hilarious. They shoot popcorn, and then those popcorn kernels turn into like those monsters that you see come out of the hamper at that one point, which I feel like we're going to have those stupid hand puppets back. Well, at least those ones have something going down like yeah. the the neck because... The neck. Um, yeah, Seeds of yeah, Extinction. Seeds is. of Extinction. It was like, here's the puppet, and here's the shiny green suit I'm wearing underneath yeah. it. So, um, yeah, it's it's it really, it's just the clowns running amok in this town, and people, the kids trying to like not die, basically. And I just said basically, great. Now, and see, you're rubbing off on me. Stop that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's really the rest of the movie. Um, I love the policeman in this movie, though, because he's on duty by himself. And he, like, pulls out a thing of rum and just, like, pours a whole glass of it and then puts it away. And I was like, listen, pal, you need to not put that away. You're, you're going to be drinking that all night because he doesn't want to deal with any of that shit. Um, you going to say anything? Well, I think that um, they're either going to have you walk into the tent or they're going to pull you through the city and then have a climax of the house with clownzilla at the tent because yeah. like i feel like they should do some of the city because they're they're basically terrorizing the city for 90% of the film yeah that's really all it is and i would really like to see that um I just want to know how they're going to get past the fact that those suits are real wide. Yeah, that's the thing, because they're a lot bigger at HHN than they are in the movies. Because when we're watching the movie, I, I'm like, oh, they're, they're really not that big. I mean, you know, Jumbo's pretty big, but the suits that they had at HHN were fucking ginormous. So I don't know if they're going to scale them down a bit or just make the boo holes bigger. Because, you know, they also can't really jump out at you. They're kind of kind of just kind of lurch forward. So I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm just I'm very excited to see what they do. It's gonna be a good time. I think a lot of the jump scares will involve the um, the little tiny clowns that are like the ha- they're gonna be the hand puppet things because yeah. that those moved really quickly. Yeah. Also, questions like is that like a baby clown and yeah. they eventually sprout arms like tadpole yeah. the frog situation? Or are those just some sort of horrible genetic mutation that they keep around? Like, are they just mad because they're gonna die eventually because they're basically born from popcorn are 
clowns born from popcorn. Is that how this works? I have questions. I have questions. So many questions. But yeah, I love this movie. It's so fucking campy. And I, I don't know if they made it like with the intention of it being kind of a goofy, campy movie. But it definitely plays in this day and age as, you know, like I said, it's campy. It's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's a short, tight film. It doesn't drag at all. And uh, it's, it's honestly it's charming. I love it. Yeah. I do love how they find out how to destroy the clowns, though. You know, they, you, you, you destroy their nose and then they just spin into a tirade of insanity and then poof, popcorn. Was it popcorn or yeah. glitter? Or glitter or confetti? I don't know. They just they eventually it's burst not into good something. For the clowns. It's so fucking funny though. And you know that's how they defeat Clownzilla at the end when the two guys in the ice cream truck, presumed dead, fly in through the tent, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are alive!" They're like, "Yeah!" And then they boom, Clownzilla. They pop his nose, and you're don't do that. Don't put don't put a microphone cover on your nose. Fucking weirdo. Honk 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 honk. Yeah, if you haven't seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it is streaming on Amazon. It, it is it is seriously such a fun ride. And a lot of people uh, have been watching it on the HHN group like, I don't like that movie. It's fucking, it's stupid. Well, you know what? How about just keep... You're a bummer and so is your face. I just, I just hate when people go into social media to complain about something. What? I don't do that. Okay. What? What? I complain about other people complaining. Like, shut your fucking mouth. Honestly, I think um, there are a lot of people who have a very specific vision for what they want Halloween Horror Nights to be and stop taking it for what it should be. It's not like they're making it into Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party because <laughs> I know people have made that joke, but, like, they're still going to get scares. They can do it just fine. Like, respect it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. Stop expecting it to be, like, rivers of blood. Like, they do have to keep it light somewhere because, yeah. like, if you overhype the scares, that's going to turn people away because there's no break. Like, yeah. you actually have to have a second there, and there there has to be, like, more low-key houses to make the more intense houses more fun. Exactly, yeah. Like, if they're all super intense, you're like, I don't know, it was a blur, I was screaming the whole time. Yeah, and this house is going to be super fun. And I'm thinking it, it could... could <laughs> Oh, no. It could possibly be 3D. I don't know if they're going to bring that back because we didn't see one in 27 no. and we didn't see one in 28, but I know there's going to be super bright colors in this house. I hope there's the ice cream truck because they had one last year, so they'll probably incorporate it into this year. Circus tent with, you know, crazy house. Oh, yeah, the crazy house facade. I really hope that's in there somewhere because towards the end of the movie, all the clowns go into that. It's, I don't know where it was. It was like it was a fun house. At yeah. A, uh, like a theme park. There we go. Amusement yeah, park it's a crazy thing. house, so I think that'd be cool. I'd love to see the cotton candy sacks. Uh, I'd love to see the police station where that guy gets turned into the puppet. That would be kind of cool. Uh, the wall shadows would be really fun if they worked that in. I know they worked that into the scare zone, which is pretty sweet. And we, we didn't notice that until we, like, stepped back from the scare zone. We watched it from afar, and then you can, oh, there's all the stuff on the wall. That was really cool. And uh, hopefully pies will be involved. Not being thrown in my face, ideally, but... Somehow pies will be involved. Maybe it'll smell like pies. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. A lot of smells going on in that house. So I'm very excited for the, Killer Clowns. Some of the houses will give you diabetes. Probably. <laughs> yeah. One of, well, it's, uh, seriously, it's one of my favorite movies. I really do enjoy rewatching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's just a fun time, and uh, it never gets old. Never it gets does old. not. It does not. Nope. So if you haven't seen that, again, Amazon Prime, it is on there. So get it while it's hot or something. Like pie. Yeah. Yes. 
hot like pie. All right, so let's let me do my let me do my recommendations really quick. Let's try and let's try and like do some trivia, and then we'll do the horror because we've got we got like fifteen ish minutes. So let me rattle my off my recommendations. First recommendation: Deathgasm. It is one of the most like one of the funniest. Um, horror comedies that I've ever seen. And if you like heavy metal, then you're really going to like this. If you don't like heavy metal, probably not going to be your cup of tea. It's a New Zealand film, so they all have awesome accents. Holy shit. I didn't know how much I really liked the New Zealand accent until I heard the entire movie of it. I love it. And it just centers around teens and a uh like they they form a band and then they accidentally like open a portal to hell and shit starts going bonkers and there's a lot of blood there's a lot of guts and there's a lot of fucking heavy metal so uh, deathgasm on amazon prime check that shit out fucking amazing also another one that i finished last night because i originally had started it a couple nights ago and then fell asleep halfway through. Not it, it wasn't boring or anything. I just it was very tired and I fell asleep. Found footage 3D on Shutter is by far one of my favorite found footage movies to the to date. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm a sucker for them. And it takes it really takes a lot to impress me. Found footage 3D was shot in 3D. Obviously, I watched it in 2D because I don't have a 3D TV. But they know exactly what they are and they make fun of it. And they play off a lot of the tropes of found footage movies and you just think it's going to be kind of this goofy comedy and then the third act completely takes a left turn and holy shit i i was you know i was into it uh, you know i was i was like this is a good movie you know they're kind of playing off the whole found footage tropes and you know they're going a different way with it and then it literally just left turn and then the third act is just completely bonkers and went a went a totally different way than i thought it would so found footage 3d is on shutter go check that out and those are my two recommendations let's rattle off some trivia where's my fucking die fucking he's ma- prepared making it happen Ooh, come on oh my god it's stuck oh my god oh no <sighs> okay uh you can go first because you're a lady and you know ladies first the lady is mine. she's a lady well, I'm glad we went the same whoa, direction. Whoa, Trivia, whoa. focus. What actor? Pl- oh, fucking. <clears throat> what actor played Patrick Bateman in American Psycho? Oh my God, his name left my head. Hold <laughs> <on>. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> you're mi- you're messing me up because Sorry. now I can't think. Christian oh, Bale. God damn you, fucking son of a bitch. That's one for me. <sighs> Don't throw shit at me. You're so mean. You're so mean. Go ahead. Green. Hit it up. In Ringu, 1998, Shit. the ex-husband of protagonist Rico is portrayed by what the Wolverine 2013 actor? There's only one Wolverine that's ever existed. No, he's it's the Japanese character, because that one's set in Japan. Jew Hackman. I don't know. Hiro- Hiroyuki Sanada. Okay, I so can't let, believe you didn't know that Let guy. me just go ahead and say how you get the most simple question in existence, and I have to fucking name a Japanese. Like, shitting me? I win. Oh, okay, I'm on roll dice. That is fucking bullshit. Orange. Orange, you got that I, I didn't, didn't say, say shut Horoyuku. up. What? Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki. Okay. And... Oh. And in Sidious 2010, Dalton Lambert inherited his ability to astral project from which of his parents? Are you fucking His kidding? father. Oh, my God. Come on. This is going to be real short trivia. Oh, good. I mean, it needs to be, but this is just absolute and utter bullshit. Watch, I'm going to get another fucking name, the, the fucking British actor from a movie from 3,500 years ago. Did they make movies back then? Shut okay. your face. In The Loved Ones 2009, what two letters encircled by a heart does Lola Stone carve into a chest of protagonist 
Brent Mitchell. LB. Nope. L and S, her initials. Well, I thought it was going to be hers you and You get his. a half point for getting one initial. Yay! Go fuck yourself. Hey. But, don't be mean to me. Uh, I was going to say LS, but I, I figured since there was two people, that they were going to do L and whatever. Okay, so go ahead. Son of a bitch. Red. Read. Uh, that one. Okay. For what agency does a friend of the protagonist, Chris Washington, work for in Get Out? That is the stupidest way to say that. So uh, his Charity agency? Uh, okay, but more, more, uh, just, just more specific. There we go. That was I, don't, I don't know. It's okay. Well, you got security right. So I guess I could give you a third of a point. Is there three words? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, it's it's the safe security. No, it's transportation security administration TSA. So. Oh no. right. Okay, I'm still alive, just barely, just barely. Oh god. I need two thirds of a point to win. Shut. No, you're not getting a third of a point. Shut your face. I'm not doing thirds. Fine, you don't get your half point. Bullshit. That's totally different. What footloose actor was it also in Friday the Thirteenth? Footloose actor. Footloose, footloose. Wow, seriously, I would have won. Is it the uh, is it the famous guy? Because it's not. Yeah. It's not fucking uh, Patrick Swayze. No, it is not. Yeah, so I don't know. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's not in Friday the Thirteenth. He absolutely is. Wait, the original? Yeah. Oh, you didn't say the original. You didn't say that. You didn't say. You didn't say 1984, or you didn't. Uh, he's also the main actor of Footloose. I shouldn't have had to say that. Well, you didn't say 19. There's. Do you know how many fucking Friday the 13th there are? I was thinking the 2009 one. Yeah, don't assume it's the 2009 one. You didn't say 1980, son of a bitch. Oh, no. Oh, this is. Blue. Son of a bitch. Blue. What? Amer uh, the American outpost in the thing is located on what continent? Jesus Christ. Antarctica. Fucking. Suck a fucking... Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, we managed to do that one quickly. I win. Shut your fucking mouth. Again. I'm going to go through and tally up all the games, how many people have played and how many games and how many people have won. I'm the winner. <coughs> and then we're going to do an ultimate showdown on episode 20. Where I will win. And I will throw this pen at your fucking face. All right. Like a victory. So that was a confetti. That situation. was a perfectly timed uh, round of trivia because you know we got to wrap it up. And uh, shut the fuck up! Shut <laughs> up! God, see who drives you home today. You tell me to lower my voice. I'll throw things at you. I'll throw things I'll at throw you. Throw I'll throw this microphone. Do cover it. Throw, at throw, throw, you fucking you didn't even hit me. I did. I hit your headphones. You hit my headphones. You're a really I bad. I got another aim. one. It's no. Fine. One more time. You suck so bad. Well, at least it'll pick up on your microphone that I threw it. You were really There's not a lot of weight to those. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, anyways, moving on. Stop throwing stuff at me, goddammit. No, thank you. Okay. So, let's get to some news for horror. Uh, first up, uh, the trailer for The Fanatic, starring John Travolta, was released on July 25th, and it actually looks pretty good. Uh, it centers around a guy named Moose, played by John Travolta, and his obsession with a celebra celebrity that turns very dark. This movie is directed by Fred Durst and will be out in theaters this month on the 30th. And I'm definitely gonna go see it. You gotta, you gotta check out that trailer. I saw it the other, like yesterday, I think, at war when I was uh, on break at work. And yo, it looks pretty good. So I'm excited for that. 
Uh, let's see. The new Creep Show series on Shudder has added Trisha Helfer from the Battlestar Galactica show. David Arquette. I feel like I don't need to say what he's from, but in case you don't know, Scream and Eight-Legged Freaks. And Dana, Gould, Dana Gould, producer of The Simpsons, to star in some of the installments. Uh, Creep Show will include six episodes and will air sometime later this year on Shudder. Uh, James Wan will be directing and producing... The new series based on the 1997 slasher film I Know What You Did Last Summer, the modern reboot 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 <laughs> the modern reboot will be an episodic series for Amazon. So that'll be quite interesting because I like those uh, and I really want to rewatch the I Know What You Did Last Summer like That'd be saga because I didn't really see all of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 90s horror, so it's not the best, but it's good. And uh, yeah, so J- but the fact that James Wan is behind that is going to be pretty fucking awesome. So be on the lookout for that. Not much other information is out there. I couldn't find much, but you know, it will be on Amazon and James Wan will be directing it. So that's cool. Uh, Tommy Doyle is rumored to be returning in the upcoming Halloween movie set for next year. If you're not sure who that is, Tommy Doyle was played by Paul Rudd in Halloween 6, I think. The Curse of Michael Myers, I believe it's 6. Uh, whether or not Rudd will return remains to be seen because he will probably probably be busy shooting the new Ghostbusters movie. So it could be per- portrayed by somebody else, or he might not be in there at all. But it's you know, like I said, it's a it's a rumor that that character will be back in the uh, Halloween franchise. So that'll be pretty cool. Hopefully, Rudd makes an appearance because I think that would be that would be awesome. That would be a good time. Be a good time. All right, and uh, two more things here. We've got it tickets. Those are on sale. Like, so go get those because opening weekend is, is sure to sell out. Uh, we got our tickets. I, I remember texting you like nine one one emergency like a hundred yeah, times. That was super annoying. It's like babe, 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 tickets, tickets. We gotta get yeah, them. Uh, so we got tickets for that the, the opening weekend Saturday ten forty five a.m. Because what a better way to wake up than with a lot of horror in my face parts. So that'll be a good time. The chapter two is two hours and 49 minutes, a whopping 30 minutes longer than chapter one. So make sure you go to the bathroom before and don't drink an entire soda like I do, because I'll probably have to leave twice. That's what I did in Hollywood. Focus. Sorry. Okay, anyways, last thing, certainly not least. This week for horror movies, we have Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark that will be out in theaters this August, (laughs) this Thursday, August 8th. And uh, we have our tickets for that, too. We will be seeing Saturday. And I'm very excited for that. Me too. People are like, oh, it's PG-13. But hey, listen, listen. People can make good PG-13 horror movies. Guillermo del Toro. Exactly. said. I don't need it to be an R rating for me to wonder if it's going to be good or not. I read the stories as a kid and they terrified me. So as long as they keep it true to that and, you know, throw some horror stuff in my face parts again. It's right here. I'll be good. Do you have to pee? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I guess that about does it for today's episode. Next episode, I'll be on with Freaks of HHN talking more HHN shit because HHN is like, you know, a month away. So next couple of episodes, you're going to be really HHN heavy. So like we do, just be prepared for that. So until then, stay tuned. Stay spooky. You know the drill.